zipper. Just jamming. Two idiots jamming. Five idiots just screaming. <laughs> on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. For only $5 a month, premium members also get access to exclusive shows, freaking shot recipes, and our monthly happy hour on Discord. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the binge cast. Cook your meals, call your trash, we connect your calls, we drive your ambulances, we guard you while you sleep. Do not fuck with us. This Monday, you know what time it is. You can find him here with a pint of beer with something to say. Cause you know it's been a long couple of days. The raging bull, the taxi driver paid the toll. Stay blue and never leave the screen so they can weed the scene for what you need to see and what you need to miss. Give them a thank you, they watched it so you didn't have to. And that's what they came here to give to you. So open up your ears and listen to. But never you mind what the mix of with the whiskey, balancing in between the little and the big screen. Get you a drink and just sit down. Right now, the right here, so shut your mouth. If you don't remember me, my name is Maybe Benny. Maybe I don't give a shit. Maybe I don't remember the last time I blew my nose either. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? Fuck you! That's my name! I don't like your jerk-off name, I don't like your jerk-off face, I don't like your jerk-off behavior, and I don't like you. Jerk-off, jerk-off, jerk-off. And furthermore, you can all go fuck yourselves. Welcome to The Binge Cast. My name is Jim Law. On an old-school type of feel today, I'm with uh, Moreno and Pete MC. Howdy. Hey. And it feels like we're recording at noon, because it's a little bit early on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, sun's still out. Sun's out, guns out. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I have no shirt on. Exactly. What? I have no shirt on. <laughs> Why, because it's 100 degrees in Canada? Because right the sun's out. You said so. You know, I set down those rules, and I didn't really understand what I was getting into when I started it. I didn't know your shirt was going to be off by the end of this. The, um, what you heard at the beginning of this show, I just put my shirt back on. It's okay. Oh, okay. Um, that was the first night 
Rhino and I ever met Pete and TM. And you could just see how this relationship was <laughs> ignited. The very, mm-hmm. the very first time we ever met, we were just sitting in a room screaming Scream, at each other for fucking six faces. hours straight. Yep. <laughs> and one voice, noticeably not in it, one J.E. Kupka from MFC, who was MFC? there. Who was yeah. there. Very quiet. But he uh, passed out at several several moments. He was just so, he was so, I remember actually sitting next to him at one point. He was so high and he just looked over and he's like, this is all because of you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Kupka. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Fucking Kupka. blast. Uh, this is what Kupka said uh, to me. Your excitement has me excited, sir. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that, was his, that was his demeanor that night. Yep. Mm-hmm. As monotone <laughs> and as level as that was. <laughs> oh my goodness um yeah we're starting literally uh doesn't mean anything's different we got all the moves all the t's we got some voicemails and we got the full binge tonight now have you ever heard of the full binge hmm. that is our patreon level show if you're on the patreon level you go to patreon.com slash binge media five bucks a month gets you all our extra shows including the full binge every single week Plus, you get PMC's commentaries. Plus, you get movie homework. Plus, you get Jack Attack Tuesday. Yes. Plus, you get some uh, rewards for joining up. Right. Right. Um, five bucks a month. That's it. Tonight. That's it. On, on the full binge tonight, we're all very nervous. <laughs> we sat around about an hour after last week's show. And then uh, we recorded a commentary early in the week this week. We did it again after that. Um, to try to get the rules and stipulations set for our new original movie game. Now, you guys definitely going to have to remind me of these rules. <laughs> as uh, I think I figure we're all going to figure this out together. Yeah. Very drunk. A lot yeah. of booze. Was this something in that hour after the full binge that we were done recording that we came up with? We were trying to figure out a game, weren't we? This is what happened. Okay. I was going through my fucking sounder folder, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I, yeah, yep, yep. I found a fucking sounder called Stupid Comments, and it's a game we used to play where we would... I don't know how we would actually play it. Pete, do you remember the rules of Stupid Comments? Do not. No, okay, but we, we would use the um, forum on the bottom of a movie on IMDb. Like, they all had their own little forum where everyone would talk about that movie on that page. And we would find stupid, like... Uh, forum headlines, like uh, subject headlines, and when we'd read them, and we try to—I think it was—we would just try to guess what we the just movie is. Just try to is. guess what the movie yeah. is. and uh, it was just a little throwaway game that we'd do to kill time back in the day. Uh, we built a whole game around it. <laughs> Not, yeah. no, no, the forums aren't there anymore on IMDb, so we tried to. Anyways, we're not going to go through all the rules now. That's for the full binge. That's we'll right. explain everything that we're about to do. That's what it's mm-hmm. based on, though. That's how mm-hmm. it came about. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Pete did a lot of work. We're very excited to yell at him uh, every <laughs> twist and turn that comes our way. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy if someone gets a point. I did my job right. Ah. <laughs> right. See how it is. All right. That's all I'm hoping for, someone to guess. Oh, I see how it is. Guess correctly. I, or else it, or else it, it's on us. because I, Look, I don't want to get too into it, but it's on us on what we want to wager what cast member we want to wager that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to yep if we want to be like oh i'll do it on the eighth no one's gonna guess anyways no one knows what we're talking about anyways that's on the full binge <laughs> yep ladies and gentlemen it's gonna be epic get over to patreon five bucks a month um 
our 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 fucking full binge shows have uh, been a blast for the last couple months, however long we've been doing them. Um, and they're only going to get uh, better and better. It's been great. Yeah, we yeah. actually came up with a couple more tourney ideas during the uh, oh, the yes. commentary. Which you can't wait right. for. Yes. Um, that said, commentary will be the full binge next weekend. Is that right? right. Yep. That's right. All right. Should we say what we're going to do? Yeah, absolutely. We are uh, doing the sixth sun and it is the what 21st anniversary uh, 22nd 22 yeah 22nd 22nd. i think it's the 21 on the show because the date was in the past yeah oh my god what a weird way to put that pete does that make sense (laughs) no but i understood you so i guess it does uh it made six cents actually 22 22. yeah because it was 99 yeah, but the date was like we recorded that before that release date, so I got yeah. confused with the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that get re- gets released, it should be right on, right on cue. <laughs> math right is hard. Um, also, uh, <laughs> that commentary was a lot of fun because uh, I fucked with you guys for like the first half of it. And oh my god! Also, we we I think we did ourselves a disservice by not completely picking it apart. Now we did do our regular thing of talking shit about it, saying what we loved about it. Um, but we really, re- really could have taken that apart. Yeah. I was going to bring this up too. Um, it's a very slow movie. And I think we were expecting to just be like, Oh, look at that. And look at that. And we were kind of like, God damn it. Like the nothing's happening for like 25 minutes straight on the screen. And we're just like, Oh, but once we found our niche and we find it really hard, <laughs> It's it's fucking smooth running from the end of the to the end of the movie, so it's really good. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. It'll be on next week's full binge. All right. So what happened last week on this binge media nonsense? Well, guys, let's find out. <clears throat> Here's what you missed this week on the Binge Media Podcast Network: the full binge. I'm looking at this list of nominations that the Marvel Studios received. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with a couple of these, all right? So mm-hmm. we know it's a limited series, whatever. All right, outstanding writing for a limited series, right? And then yeah. in parentheses, three episodes. What? what? Why not the entire thing? What is that? That's yeah. its own category. Yeah, it's like it, it, three episodes? So we get to pick and choose? Oh. Fucking weird. <laughs> outstanding? <laughs> Outstanding single camera picture editing for a limited or anthology series or movie, two episodes. What? The fuck is, <laughs> what is going on? Fuck the Emmys, man. That's what's Honestly, going on. It could oh be that's God. what Marvel submitted, though. And they're like, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, because when you like when you submit like a performance, you're mm-hmm. submitting like one scene from that, you know, and then they show that scene when they call the nominations. I think that's the same thing. They'll probably just submit a couple episodes where they think those are the best. That's my guess. They're not going to be here, watch the whole season. Tell me it's great. It's going to be like, no, check these two out. We worked hard on these. Look at this one. Outstanding period and or character hairstyling. That's what I thought, too. (laughs) Hold on. What? Dude, I'll fucking read all of these. They're ridiculous. Read that one again. Outstanding period and or character hairstyling, which is also followed up by outstanding period and or Character makeup, non prosthetic. 
So is it a period piece? Yeah, they're <laughs> saying, like, this is, there's a timestamp on these? It seems like it. What the fuck is going on? Kafka, is there? Timestamp. Binge views. <laughs> My tickets are bought. Me, Jess, and TJ are all going to see old tomorrow. I don't have high hopes, Chutsy. I don't know how this conversation is going to go, but I just don't care anymore. This just happens to be the movie that falls in the week Ontario opened their fucking movie theaters back up for me to go see. So no matter what you say to me here, I'm going back to the theater tomorrow for nachos and a fucking movie. Hell yes. All right. Hey, I support that decision. All right. Um, It's going to hold a special place in your heart forever then, right? I hope so. So this movie is the funniest movie of 2021 so far. Oh, no. The Binge Aftertaste. Glass. Released January 18th, 2019. So David rescues the two girls that Kevin locked up as Joseph then does some retroactive storytelling to say that Kevin's dad was also on the same train that David was on and started this mess. They set that up and split. They did. Where he goes to the train. Yeah, and he verifies that. I understand that. You know, it's just the fact that this character is saying that in order to get him to be less menacing, I guess, or get him to stop doing what he's doing. That's what penetrates. What happened? What the fuck happened? Hey, whoa, Garrett. Garrett? I'm going back to the theater tomorrow for not. We heard you, Law. Stop doing what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. Is this where we can talk about the timeline issues that this creates? Please do. This breaks the timeline for Unbreakable because 18 years ago would have been the incident. So that would put Kevin, and this is a flappable, we're told he's 27 years old. And McAvoy's 40. So that's part one. So that part lines up that his dad could have been on the same train. But the issue is that we're told that his father leaving is what causes his mother to be abusive, correct? Uh-huh. The problem is that if you recall in Split, when he talks to the therapist, she said, is that the point where you first emerged? He says, yes. The problem is that we're told he was three years old when the other personalities first started to emerge. Oh, wow. You're right. That doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah. So that doesn't make any fucking sense. Wake and Bake with Bob Ross. So, yeah, but it's interesting to hear that my mortgage prep's like, well, you know, you could just put down uh, 5% and do this, this, and this. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, right. but we can do it. I'm like, no. <laughs> right. I'm not right. doing that, you know. But there's games and there's ways to do it. So it's good to figure shit out. That's the most complicated thing for me. It's like, you know, I'm, I mean, as everybody on this fucking network knows, I am very, you know, on my shit when it comes to stuff like this. Very highly detail-oriented. And um, one of the things that I went into the pre-approval process with was I knew the exact numbers of, based on my credit score and Meg's credit score and everything else, what we were going to qualify for and specifically what I could afford. So I talked to the guy and I said, you know, here's where I am. Here's what the all the numbers look like. Here's what I think we would be approved for. Here's what I actually can afford. And the guy was really level-headed. He was just like, I've never seen anybody as as prepared as the two of you. This is great. You're very you're very reasonable. You understand exactly the situation that you're in. Um, so yeah, the, let's let's go forward. So I felt pretty good about that. You know, going into it. Um, but see, that's not what really happened. See, what really happened was you came in, you said all the things that you just said. Right. And he looked at you and he goes, fuck you and your algorithms. To listen to the full binge and other exclusive content, sign up for the Binge Media Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. 
And now, back to the show. Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I need that. Goudreau, Goudreau like, Garrett called him one night, and he's like, all right, you ready to do the glass fucking retro? And Goudreau's like, yeah, hold up, let me just do this math real quick. I gotta fucking figure out all the shit and do all this shit with the math, and then we'll be good. And then fucking Jack and fucking TM, they just turned fucking binge media into math media. This is yeah. a fucking math cast. The reason now. why we do a podcast is because we hate math, and <laughs> we're not good at math, we're not good at school or anything like that. You're gonna find out later how good we are at math. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Matt knows uh, more about the continuity of M. Night Shyamalan films than any yeah. man should. Wow, that was fucking Including amazing. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, he has no clue. About no, any he of has that, no obviously. fucking clue. We'll get into that. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Tipping my hand. God damn it. You tipped your hand. Yeah, we're going to review old a little bit later. A couple screeners. And... Uh... Some television, but uh, I think we got some Google Voice. Sorry, uh, I believe so. We're gonna start with uh, gonna start with this fucking medley here and shit. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. Probably seven zero eight four zero. Six nine five Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. Call us, leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the free binge or the full binge. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. Go on and call us. We'll play it on the cast. Suck on my ass. Wow. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. I can listen to that fucking Tom Cochran Google voice sounder every single day of my life. We were at the store earlier today, and it came on in my head all day. So I was like, got to play the medley. Gots to do it. All right. All right. Here we go. First one. Let's do it. All right. 925 number. Oh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We don't hear it. Oh, yep. Let's uh, mm-hmm. figure this out. Seven zero eight four zero oh, six. Here we go. Been a little while. Oh, wait. Hold on. What's up, baby boys? It's your favorite baby movie fan, baby boy James. Been a little while. Daddy been uh, trying to hide the phone from me. Fucker. Jeez. You know, Whoa. everybody make fun of Jim Law. Not being able to get over to Pizza Bar. That's some bullshit. So I think baby boy James going to find a way to smuggle himself north of the border. Oh. Go visit his boy Law. Yes. Get some of them Timbits, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Canadian boobies. Yeah, Timbits. 
tell the greatest thing about Canadian boobies? Ain't no belt. Ain't nothing but some beautiful maple syrup coming out of them tin bitties. Crap. <laughs> All right. Have a great show. <laughs> All right. Tin bitty boobies. The creepiest fucking shit that was a, I've ever heard. That was the creepiest fucking baby boy James voicemail we've ever received. Ding dong. Hey, Avery, can you get the door? Dad, it's a baby to see you. <laughs> All right, just close baby. the door, Avery. There's a baby. He's got a sign around his neck. It says Timbits. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Baby James. I want to go to Pete's bar. Uh, you coming here doesn't solve that problem. Fuck this. <laughs> He's like, uh, you can't go to Pete's bar, but I will come to you. I'll smuggle myself into, uh, into Canada. All right. Yeah. Same, same. Sure. I love you still, though. Thanks, baby <clears throat> boy James. Uh, oh, I think this is uh, TM. Still. Oh. What's up, guys? It's TM. Happy Monday morning. Listening to the Finch Um... If you do a poop cast, you gotta you gotta have me on. I mean, the content I can provide. There's no topic. You forget sports, poop. I can fucking fill my own four hours. Um, I don't want to tell any full stories here, just in case you actually would consider having me on and actually doing a poop cast. So let's just say I have a music festival story. I have a pledging, college fraternity pledging story. Oh, boy. Um, numerous highway rest stop stories, <laughs> um, an ocean story, and, I mean, the gigs, like, Pete used to be my security guard when I took shifts at gigs. He was guard for oh. Um, Pete, I don't know why I was guarding for you at that Boston gig, or maybe I was, or maybe I was in the stall next to you. I don't, I don't, I do remember you not feeling good at that venue. I'm not, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's pretty much all I, uh, do remember. Um, an Ikea bathroom story, uh, college, I'm sorry, CYO basketball. I've, I've got them for days, guys. Uh, so if that, if that idea is going to fly. Definitely include me. You will not be disappointed. I fucking love you, Jon Snow. Oh. <laughs> fucking TM is so down with this idea. I told you he's my poop buddy. We text each other about poops. Fucking Pete, you're a yeah. poop bouncer? He's a poop bouncer? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I didn't know there was a name for it, but, you know, you got to look out for your buddy. Hey, but, guys. So, uh, somebody's in here. All right. Keep moving. <laughs> keep moving. Sometimes... You know, I didn't want anyone to even knock on the mm-hmm. door, so I would mm-hmm. just pretend like I'm like next, like I'm waiting. Oh I my god, you're so brilliant! Mm-hmm. <laughs> why did so? What was it like? Why didn't he uh, poop bounce for you that night? It was an emergency. I ran down. I wasn't even looking for help. Just the porcelain. That's all I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he remembers that is pretty hilarious. Oh yeah. my god, I now, was really sick that night. Now, this came up last week because somebody called in about poop. Is that it? Uh, they wanted our best poop yeah. stories, right? King? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I kind of want to do that show now, but I don't know how many people would listen to just fucking three hours of poop stories. Yeah, just fucking shit stories for hours. Is hours. it a Monday morning fucking... Poo Reno? Poo Reno? 
Yep. Now it is. <laughs> I had one the other day, too. Yeah. And went out to hang out with my wife's cousin and his uh, wife. And we just we drank like assholes. I haven't drank like an asshole in a long time. Uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was in Jersey. The next day, it's like I, I wish I got paid to poop. <clears throat> That's how many times I pooped that day. It's fantastic. Oh, Rough. It's good stuff. I think I, Pete could have his own show. TM could have his own show. And you could have your own show. I could probably fill up a show, too. This could be a series on uh, fucking Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people would love to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do another one. Let's do another one. we got a, we got a bunch here. All right. And we'll finish the rest of them in the full binge before we get to our IMDb game, which we call Wage Against the Machine. Holy oh, shit. <clears throat> What's happening, boys? It's Goodrow calling here on this beautiful Saturday morning celebrating the birth of my boy. Uh, I was calling what? in because Probably. I had a question that was related to a series of comments I shared with Law. We were mm. going back and forth about Spielberg movies, and I talked about how I don't think Spielberg has made anything since 1999, it's as good as The Sixth Sense of Unbreakable. Obviously, wow. Spielberg, um, or I say Shyamalan, isn't fit to drink Spielberg's bathwater. But I want to know if there is a Spielberg film since the new millennium that you think is as good as something he would have made in his heyday, like a Jaws or Raiders. For me, it's no. But I will say Lincoln, I think, is his best movie since 2000 because it's the first one I can think of in his entire career where the screenwriter's voice outshined his. It really felt like the West Wing 1865. Like, it was so riveting listening to those guys talk. Obviously, the performances are great. I'm a history buff. But it has the problem of Spielberg's movies where there's a point where it should end and keeps going for another 10 minutes. So, kind of my quick thoughts. I wanted to pose that question. And uh, to all the listeners, uh, you probably won't be hearing from me much as far as live goes over the next block of time but the good news is gc and i have taped a bunch of shows ahead of time uh, and we are looking forward to sharing with those down the line so thank you all for the congrats and everything and uh back. bye jesus got you that problem in the first place um i got spielberg's list up okay let me go through them since uh the new willennium and he 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 said millennium it's willennium we all know that yeah uh, since two, let's see, two thousand one. AI, mm-hmm. Minority Report, Catch Me mm-hmm. If You Can, The Terminal, mm-hmm. War of the Worlds, Munich, uh, Crystal mm-hmm. Skull, Adventures of Tintin, Warhorse, Lincoln, <sighs> Bridge mm-hmm. of Spies, The BFG, The Post, and then Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. I would say the worst of those is better than The Sixth Sense or Unbelievable. Oh. Really? No, I don't know. I just wanted to be controversial. Okay. Sorry. sorry. Got a little ahead of um, Yeah, I called it, like, I just, his comment was just really weird and specific. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, it, Spielberg hasn't made a movie since 1999 that even is better than Sixth Sense. And, and I was just like, what? I was just like, what? Did, I, don't, I don't know. That seems weird. Uh, so I just came back to him. I said, look, like. 15 of Spielberg's best movies are better than anything that fucking Shyamalan has ever done. Like, it's not even close. 
So, like, what, where's the comparison here? His question that he posed today, though, was, is anything anything that you just named as good as Unbreakable and Sixth Sense? Um, well, I mean, through rewatches, I, I would, I like Munich a lot. I like uh, mm-hmm. Minority Report a lot. I like mm-hmm. Catch Me If You Can a lot. Um, those are the only ones I would kind of bring up. Ready Player One is a guilty pleasure. I really like it, but it's I know I understand what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, War Lincoln's a really good movie. It's not for me. I don't really give a fuck about Lincoln, but you know yeah. it was a, it was a decent movie. War Horse is an abomination. The Terminal's an abomination, and Crystal Skull's an abomination. The Adventures of Tintin's really fucking good though. I've not seen that one. Um. So, but I mean, are any of them as good as Sixth Sense? We had this discussion on the commentary. I don't really want to spoil it. I mean, through rewatches, I think Shyamalan's movies get a little worse every time I watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Munich gets better every time I watch it. So it's it's hard to compare. I don't know. I'd have to watch them back to back and literally tell you that moment. Munich is fucking. Munich's compelling as fuck, man. It's fucking great. Man. It's just watching that unfold scene by scene is just fantastic. What about you, Pete? I, I love Minority Report. And I love mm-hmm. fucking Ready Player One. Ready Player One is moving up in my fucking top nice. of all time. I fucking can't. Oh. I could just watch that shit over and over again. Like top oh. what? Like what top is it in right now? I would give it in the 25. Oh. I fucking can't get enough of that movie. Yeah. As you can see, I love the sequel too. <laughs> 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 oh, th- by the way, this week going on vacation, I bought the Armada book for a dollar with Alex at a local store. I oh. plan on banging that out on vacation and coming back with a review next week. Oh, that's a, go- look at that's that. a goal of mine. Finish the Ar- no, no, I haven't. Wait, did you ask me if I read it? No, I just said look at that. Look at oh you yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at you go. So that's my goal. That's my goal this week. I'm hoping to fucking. Have some literally literary next week. Mm. And now All that right. I put it out there, now that's it's really a goal. Well, okay. Getting back to Spielberg. <laughs> no, but hold on. Do you need to, like, you, you could obviously do it quicker if you're reading it, right? So why don't you just get a copy of Ready Player Two? Yeah, I thought about that, actually. Okay. Yeah. Like, they didn't have it for a really... dollar. I see. No, <laughs> that's they had it true. for $3 and it was too much. Well, do you have libraries over there, like, anywhere? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. They might have it there. Listen, let me do Armada. You know, maybe I'll go in the order that these things were released in, and then I'll jump yeah. to. Uh, right but that—that's what I was gonna say. See how this goes, and if you fly through this, um, yeah, maybe I'll you, find you a could... library on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I'll find a library. Yeah, so we'll see. I seem to but getting remember. Back, I... Yeah, I seem to remember that Kupka was a huge fan of Armada, and mm. I know Law hated it. Oh, yeah, I, I fucking hated it. Oh God. Well. Hopefully I have a review for you. Nice. That, I'll tell you this. It was Will Wheaton again, read it, and he was really freaking loving himself in this uh, this read. You know what I mean? Well, you know whose voice is going to be? Uh... Mine. My voice. There you go. I, many... <laughs> I, think this, I think this is a better read than a listen, I'll tell you that. Okay. He ruined this book for me, I can guarantee it. <laughs> My voice, baby. I want you to read me my next audiobook. <laughs> Pete reading in his voice, like on his own time, reading mm-hmm. Armada, it's going to be like, and he gets into the ship. Speaking of ships, I think I take a shit. 
I'm gonna go take a shit right now. What's Luke doing? Is Luke okay? Mark. I think there's gonna be thunderstorms later. I better go get him right now. Is he hungry? I don't want... hungry. Oh wait. Is he gonna jump in the shower with me? Okay, okay. He gets back in the ship. Pulls the lever. I I should go get Luke. I should go get Luke. I think I'm hungry. I'm gonna order some risotto. Oh, it's gonna make me poop. Fuck. Alright, get back to it. He gets You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong at all. And then the book's over. I'm like, wait, what the fuck happened? Wait, what? <laughs> how did I get through this? Wait, how did I close this book already? I hate that. I hate drifting off reading. Yeah, I'm so like, I'm going to do my best. Went through three pages and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Who's this character? Should be paying attention. Um, Myrna, you didn't really answer uh, other oh. than your kind of joke. Anything there stand out for you as far as equal or better than Sixth Sense or Unbreakable? I'm I, I really like Minority Report also and and Munich. Not to uh, jump on your guys' bandwagon, but uh, yeah, I really like those two movies a lot. And Catch Me If You Can is fucking brilliant too. That's a fun. It is. It's very mm-hmm. underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And congrats, congrats, Goodrow. Congrats on your new baby. Is uh, his baby gonna call in? Or, uh, um, yeah, Goudreau's baby. Baby I think so. Bunch um, is his baby Goudreau gonna Gaga? call in? <laughs> baby Goudreau. <laughs> Goudreau Gaga. <laughs> oh fuck! Right. of the galaxy. How many more we got? I don't know. What? Uh, we got. I don't know. We got uh, like four more. Oh, wow. You want to get through them now and then we'll do, or should we just do them in the full binge? What do you think, Pete? Would you say four more? Let's do two now and then two later. All right, let's do it. Uh, here we go. Cut it up. What up, binge cast? It's All right, next. Boy, the dude. <laughs> and I'm calling in with my thoughts on the Marvel TV shows since oh, you guys, or Alex, perhaps already gave my opinion <laughs> and i have to say i agree with jim law and moreno um although i only got through luke cage daredevil season two and jessica jones season one and basically i started iron fist and i liked it at first i don't even think i finished it and i never even bothered to give a fuck about the defenders but on to the Marvel news shows that you guys were talking about. And I know, I guarantee, you either already listened to one or you're getting one from Alex Keane as he's obsessed with these shows. Uh, I think he's looking through the lens of my Fast and Furious goggles with the Marvel <laughs> show. Now, they set up some decent stuff, okay? But case in point, everything that could have been done in a movie um, – End credits, I have fallen in line with PMC. Hey! I liked what they did with WandaVision. It was fun. Necessary? No. I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay? And then I believe it was Jack brought up that that show was actually hurt because the villains were supposed to be releasing um, basically a pandemic. And had to now forgive... There probably was something better there. Um, Although, the transition to America should have been a huge fucking movie moment. 
just mm-hmm. saying, I think it was, that speech, even though it was, like, on the nose, it was fucking great, and I appreciated it. It was a good moment. Loki, and here's my opinion. I'll try and cut it out and keep it short. What they're doing, it's cool, multiverse, fun. What I don't like, it has taken away from the death. Okay? So far, the only two deaths that have stuck are going to be, uh, or maybe one. I mean, we just had a Black Widow movie, Iron Man. Right? Vision's already back. They already have a new Gamora. Yes, it's someone different. If they were going to do this, just do the new character like they did in Loki. Have it be somebody else. I think we've taken away from the deaths, and that's why I kind of now have said fuck off with these shows. Um, this timeline stuff's going to get messy. Maybe mm-hmm. it should have just ended with Endgame. I don't know. Uh, I am excited for Spider-Man, but we'll see. It, it's just I, maybe it's gotten too big. Maybe they reached the breaking point. I hope they proved me wrong, but uh, fuck off with the TV series. Oh, you got cut off. Yeah. All right. He calls back. Made his point, though. Yep. Oh. Calls back. Cool. What up, Ben Jess? It's your boy, the dude. <laughs> 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 Let's pet it up. Let's get back to it. What up, Ben your boy, the dude? Come on, come on. Well, I was so happy you uh, did that, though. Ended, <laughs> yeah, totally. As I hung up on, I was done. As I continue listening to the cast, I have already exchanged a few texts uh, with a Mr. PMC, but what the fuck, dude? Come on. <laughs> I thought the Fear Street trilogy was a lot of goddamn fun, right? Sure, they could release it in October, and maybe, Pete, you would have liked it more if it was in October. Mm. I don't know, but I'm calling you out, and... I implore you guys to think about it, too. I think PMC's an enigma in himself, like Garrett Collins. The dude is either all in or fuck off <laughs> with shows. And I agree with Locke. At some point, he became super nitpicky. I enjoyed where the story went in Fear Street. I loved how it all came around. Um, I liked the twists that came with it. I had a great fucking time with it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um Trilogy as a whole, I'd, I'd probably give it a solid 8 on 10 as a whole. Um, damn. Uh, you know, and they probably went 9, 7, 8 for me. I actually la- like the third one more. I enjoyed the second one. Um, not as much as the first, probably being the best, but averages up to a solid <laughs> 8. But, Pete, come on, bro. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love your takes, though. You're either all in or you're all out, but... I don't know. You're kind of an enigma like Garrett Collins with the four on ten. Suck a bubba dick. Wow. He's not wrong, man, with oh. being all in <laughs> and all out. I was going to say, um, listen, I've known Pete was an enigma six fucking years ago, and I focus on him with everything I have at any given moment I can. Um <laughs> It took everything I had to not start the show talking about him being at a party earlier today because I just, we could talk about that for fucking hours and I know we could, but I didn't bring it up because I just don't want to get into it because I know the way I am. (laughs) But Pete, does he have a point here? Are you kind of like either, if you don't love something, do you hate it? No. Give me something that you're kind of lukewarm on uh, within the last few uh, weeks. Months, years? I don't know. Oh, God damn it! Um, I don't know. Lukewarm. I fucking don't know. You're just kind of like it was okay. It passed the time. I had a good time with it. 
I feel like he's. I think I did that with Loki. Mm. I was just like mm-hmm. there, just there. It wasn't amazing. It, it didn't suck. It's you know it was still fun, but it was just a little too fucking crazy. At you the really end didn't hate Falcon either. You were just like I didn't even could... watch that last episode. Though. Yeah, you said <laughs> this could just all be fucking. Well, I guess that says it. <laughs> and that's the key. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't finish, that's it. the key. He either taps out of a show or he fucking loves that show. And you're right. I think Loki was the one where you watched all the way through and you were just kind of like, eh. Yeah, I, like I didn't hate it. It was still entertaining, but I didn't love it. And that's the most recent thing I could think of. This is a really good comparison to Garrett Collins, or as uh, Google Voice calls him, Gary Collins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think he had, I, I think there's something, Law, and you were a witness to this. Mm-hmm. I think there was a very specific change with Pete after Palooza, after licking Garrett Collins' back. <laughs> oh, no. Whatever yep. Yep. came oh off of – it was like he, was yeah. lick, he licked a toad. I think I brought this up before. He licked a, like, a hallucinogenic toad and then got – By the Collins whatever. Crusader? You might be. You might be, son. A little bit of it just – rubbed off on your tongue and got into your body. Yeah. Yeah. You've rated so many things four on ten since that day. Like not, you, well, you... I, listen, this is not this has not gone unnoticed in my brain as uh I see my notes and how many fours are there. <laughs> Every week I go, what is wrong with me? Or what is wrong with that? <laughs> what did I just do? But I don't know. Maybe I'm looking Maybe I'm just watching things a little bit differently and critiquing them a little bit more because I'm on this show. Mm. I'm not mm-hmm. watching them just for passing the time. It's something that I have to talk about and review. So it's I have to nitpick and go deeper with the review. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that's it where I'm just like, all right, I want to have a movie. Here we go. And I liked it, didn't like it. Kind of liked it, but this, you know, I have to dive deep and really hmm. talk about yeah. it. Now, I get now, it. He, he has said, Law, that movies is perfect. He knows who he's getting into. He's got a runtime. Boom. Yeah. Well, yes. But the fucking yeah. TV's a commitment because that's going to be six hours or ten hours or whatever it is. Absolutely. So that, yeah, I'm gonna, that's why I'm the, rate that shit harder. Yeah. So that's why the tap out button is definitely on the desk. Or in his pocket, and he's just yeah. ready to go when it comes to TV. That's right. I'm more forgiving with a movie because of the, how short it is. Like you said, with, with with a television show, if you're giving me seasons or I guess nowadays the majority of the stuff is six episodes or whatever. But mm. that's a lot of time. So you better fucking knock my socks off. I'm, I'm wasting a lot of hours of the day to watch this show. Right. That's why it's got to be amazing from beginning to end. But did, not, bef- before you were – you know, a regular host on this show, Did yeah. would you just tap out of shit willy-nilly all the time? Oh, my God. Yeah, Even more so? Um, probably more so, yeah. yeah. I didn't have to, you know, if there was something you guys aren't, or, you know, maybe I'm sticking around for some shows because you mm-hmm. guys are watching it. Right. You know, like Falcon, I, tap, I would have tapped out a little earlier. <laughs> right. I know, I, I understand what you're saying, yeah. Um, I will say yeah. that Pete's four on tens are at least... They're they're entertaining. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more thoughtful, 
And I understand them more than when Garrett gives something a four on ten. Right. Because it's Nothing. so it's so just out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and the, the, the rationale is a little harder to understand. And I just got off the Fast and Furious franchise with the guy. So yeah. I feel yeah. like I know this pretty well. Yes. <laughs> I hate not liking shit because I'm just like, God damn, that was a waste of time. Like the Fear Street thing. I'm so pissed that mm-hmm. they did not stick the landing for, my, for myself. I love that first episode, and then it just fucking tanked for me, and I'm very upset because I would have loved to have this little trilogy in my pocket and turn right. Halloween and stuff for revisits, mm-hmm. like I said last week. But just, I'm never gonna go back to that. I, de- I definitely understand what you're saying. Where you need to care one way or the other, like you need to care more one way or the other about something when you're watching it, like. I find myself doing this all the time. I'll go on rants or raves for movies that. I, I pretty much, in my everyday life, I pretty much wouldn't really care about. Like Space Jam 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone would ask me about it, a family member or something. I'd just be like, nah, I didn't. It was, it's not that great. And I yeah. felt last week, I just went on this stupid <laughs> rant about it for fucking like <laughs> a minute straight of shit that I didn't even want to talk about. But I just feel like I, I, I get into it and I start talking about it. And it got even worse this week because all these articles were coming out saying, Oh, why are you hating? Not to me. I'm just saying in general. Why are you hating on Space Jam? It's made for kids. And it got me even fucking angrier. And I was like yelling at these articles. Like, what are you talking about? Have you seen a kid's movie lately? Like, go see fucking Mitchells versus the Machine. Like, that is a kid's movie that is fucking phenomenal. No one talks about it. But you want to stick up for Space Jam because, oh, it's just made for kids and it's silly fun. It's fucking awful. It's an awful movie. No, that's a great argument because there's plenty of kids' movies that do it right. Plenty Mm -hmm. of them. There's a lot of shit, too, and you just got to call it like you see it. Yeah. I even like Luke. I liked Luca a lot, too. I had a good time with that. I know you didn't like that law, but I did. Yeah. That was (laughs) one where I was lukewarm on it. I mean. Luca warm. Luca warm. God damn it. Fuck. You you both fucked each other up there. Two idiots. God damn it. Uh, All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, this is a perfect segue to uh, TV Roundup, but 708-406-9546, that is the Google voice number that you can leave us a message, play it on the show, we'll yell at you, or we'll support Mm -hmm. you. Either way. All right. So let's get to a little uh, TV's. Yep. I set my eyes on you And I I've got to have my fucking TV All I know is that to me You sound like you're fucking drunk Open up your fucking notes Watch out, here it comes It's time for fucking TV Roundup With the Binge Boys TV Roundup it's time for fucking TV Roundup with the Binge Boys TV Roundup. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God, I wish I could just see you recording these one night. 
<laughs> sitting in your fucking corner of your room. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I'll record. I'll video. Uh, a, yes. a next sounder I do, I'll I'll video it. Oh, okay. this is a great idea. Yep. Please show do that. Many, okay, show him, show you how many takes I do. And yes. all that <laughs> a behind the music of a sounder. <laughs> yeah, behind the sounder. Done. Done. Behind the sounder. I'll show you writing it. I'll do like a whole like film on it. Yes, a documentary. It'll give us like, it'll double our YouTube videos on this video. <laughs> Let me uh, just start with two things. I'm going to fly through it real quick. I did not get to uh, I Think You Should Leave Season 2, Episode 1. Didn't watch mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I said I was going to. Uh, okay. So that's still an asterisk. And I did not continue physical. Uh, the new episode was out, and I just didn't care to watch it. Well, yeah, you, you played the tapo sounder last week. Yeah, I did. But I think I think Alex was like, come on, you're almost there. Just You know, <laughs> I think there's like three episodes left. I think just finish it. 25 episodes, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. But I didn't do it. So right. who knows? I, mean, I may get to it. I, I just, I, I don't care. So. That's it. Those are the quickies. Just all right. What else do you watch? Uh, I think we're all watching. Oh, well, did you do Monsters at Work? I didn't. God damn it. Oh. All right. So four episodes in, I'm still liking it, having a great time. Look uh, at you. I think people should check this out if you're a big fan of Monsters, Inc. This is a good kind of what's next sequel type thing. So, having a good time. Nice. Speaking of Disney, they have that new show, too, that I saw that AMG has. What? Was it like six episodes or something like that? It's basically what we've been promoting over the last couple of months, ParkSense. ParkSense.com. Use Binge 20 at the checkout. Get 20% off. Um, but they are doing a new series called – where the fuck is it? God damn it. It's like uh, – it's, it's basically the parks, the attractions yeah. um, at uh, Disneyland or Disney World or what? I don't fucking know which one. Like every episode just focuses on is one ride? A different attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So that – I'll, I'll probably watch that just because I haven't been there since I was a kid. I don't re- really remember any of them, oh. any of the attractions. And, we're uh, gearing up right now. We're we're mid planning right this now. This is perfect. Then this sounds perfect mm-hmm. for you guys. When are you going, Law? Mm-hmm. Feb. We're thinking Feb. Okay. Cool. Let me know. We'll be there. Okay. It's called Behind the Attraction. Behind the Attraction takes viewers into the history of how popular Disney attractions and destinations came to be, how they have changed over time, and how fans continue to obsess over them. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got uh, first episode. Law, Jungle Cruise, oh. Episode Two, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, The Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and Space Mountain. How's the Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, Pete? That is a uh, like a free fall drop. Oh, that's it. You just pull yeah. So you up you're and like drop in it. an ele- you're in an elevator, like a pretend elevator, like sitting there with like a bunch of people, and then yeah. you go up the mount uh, the mountain. The fucking tower, mm-hmm. and then they show you like you get to see a little bit of the park, but there's a little bit of a ride. Like it goes like straight the ride for a little bit to get to the front of the tower, and then you go all the way up, and then you free fall down, and then back up again, and then free fall down. Oh, twice. Yeah. I think and, maybe a couple, maybe three or four. And these are all like I know Space Mountain's a classic. I went on that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but are these these are all like the the like classic attractions that they've had for a so- while? It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
they didn't get Pirates of the Caribbean still a, a thing there? Yeah, they, it's like revamped for the uh, like the movie. Like there's oh yeah, yeah, Jack Sparrow is you know featured in that. Right, he wasn't there before. You know, how movies. about Pirates of the Interruption? How's that one? Is that no? <laughs> that's a that's a great one. I've never been on Jungle Cruise. Oh, oh. I've never what? been on that. Jungle. Junkle, sorry, Junkle Cruise. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, Space Mountain, I got really sick on. Oh, like did you shit or did you puke? <laughs> I was shitting the whole ride. <laughs> Don't get that park sense. <laughs> or get it. Mm. Binge code, uh, binge 20. No, I was really nauseous after I got off that. I was like, oh, god damn it. Why? Like, is it is it that crazy, or are you just? Yeah, it kind of whips around and shit. Oh, and it's in nice. the. I think it's pitch black. Like, you don't see anything. Like, you don't know which way you're gonna go in the ride. It's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty sure that's the one. That one fucked me up. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. What's like your it. favorite ride at uh, the at Disney and then Universal? Mm, Universal's ET. Okay. Uh, in the Disney, so there's four parks. I either like the uh, Everest roller coaster in uh, Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. um, or uh, let me think, 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 think. Star Tours is pretty great because it's fucking Star Wars, right? Okay, mm-hmm. hold on. Yeah. Um, the Universal ET ride, like I think I, I've been on this, right? It's yeah. just when you get on the bike and you just kind of yeah. are you just picking this because of the smell of the line, Pete? <laughs> no, it's a uh, nostalgic for me, okay. Well, you know, it's one of my favorite movies, and it's it's such a nostalgic ride because it's so old, like it's so cheesy. Yeah, super, I love old. it. Yeah, and the Mummy, the Mummy at Universal is fucking. Oh, cool. that was a great fucking ride. <laughs> that one's fucking awesome. We loved the Mummy, the yeah. fucking spiders and shit. And then uh, I always liked. Uh, I always liked. I've been on it once. The, um, <laughs> the Spider Man ride, I, I, I enjoy. That's Where great you... too. Yeah, there's a lot of those 4D rides. So there's. There's that. There's Transformers is like that. Uh, Simpsons has one that's like that. It's like, you know, and uh, Despicable Fast and Me. Fast Furious well. has one like that. Ugh, that one's the worst. <laughs> that one is the worst ride at Universal. I, no one should go on that. Uh, well, right. I, I heard it was like uh, Olive Garden when you're there, your family. Oh, Anything God, like damn that? It. Huh? Damn it. All right, so and then um, – it's on. It's on. Oh, okay. It's just <laughs> uh, is everyone caught up with Kevin? Yes. No, I'm not. Yeah, I haven't watched it at all. Oh, come on, Law. I'm off. Look at it. I'll tell I'm you. Off. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. But go ahead. All right. So uh, episode seven. Mm-hmm. We're getting deeper and deeper into, uh, I forget her character's name, but uh, to the things she wants to get done. Six was a great episode. Uh, Alex, I know last week you said... The possible shtick was getting a little too long in the tooth. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. Did you see seven? I did. Okay. So we are you cool well, with this? Um, yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It it still works for me. It still okay. works for me. It's just I. There's got to be a fallout somehow, or a combining <laughs> of the two, or something. Something's got to give, and I guess it. We'll see in episode eight, which is the finale, right? Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. Get the hell I think they're only here. doing eight episodes. Uh, I'll look right now. Pete um, wants more. Pete wants twenty. I do episodes. want more. I love this show. I'm having a great time with this show. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I'm it's still... not even about the shtick. It's the story right now. Yeah. Like it's getting a little, you know, it's getting deep. Dark. Yeah. Uh, deep and dark. Yeah. And, and uh, some twisty turnies and. Uh, Ooh. Well, you saw seven. Just like the this show is mm-hmm. they're keeping you on your toes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, which, I'm, um, which I'm digging. This episode in particular, Law, very Breaking Bad-esque Whoa. in that – I think her name's Allison? Allison? I think that's sure. her name. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Allison has to basically uh, cover her own tracks, that kind of thing, which really reminds me of Walter White just always like thinking on the fly, mm-hmm. prepping – like how things are going to go and then things fall apart and then he has to like – like I said, like think on the fly and just come come up with um, different outs, different different ways to kind of cover his tracks. Uh, yeah, she, she gets interrogated in this episode, oh. which oh my. I think was – I think that's how we led off the series. I think that was in oh, episode I one. I don't remember that. I, I think, think you're right. Yeah. She does, yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So we know that somebody dies, but the way things play out in episode seven, it's still up in the air as to who was killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty intriguing. Ooh. I like it. I'm not sure yeah. why Patty – I really like Patty, the character Patty yeah. a lot, her friend or her mm-hmm. reluctant friend. Yeah. Her character's taking a little bit of a turn, and I'm not sure where that's going because it came in so late in the season. Ooh. But, yeah, uh, right. I'm still in. Still right, liking yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah, I think and, eight and, is the last one, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And um the closer we get to the actual murder, uh the <laughs> sitcom side of the, the show is like almost a relief in a lot of ways. Right. It's less stressful. So Right, right. Really right. dig that. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good way to look at it, right? It's a it's a break from uh her stressful life. She doesn't find it that way, right? Like that's right. Th- it's contributing to the stress of her life, but for the, the audience, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm right. all in on this show. I, I can't wait to see where this goes, man. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, I will catch up if I ever go back to work. And I mean ever. What? I will uh, catch up. <laughs> um, the White Lotus, episode two. Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this last week about the uh, hotel in Hawaii, and basically we're just uh, <clears throat> following a couple of families and couples and singles on a hotel resort, as well as the staff there as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stories going on. Yes, um, I'm still into this. I'm still into this. Last week, uh, some characters were the leads, and I don't like these characters. There's these two young girls that are just fucking. Well, you would hate these girls. I am right there with you. I cannot <laughs> fucking stand them. Well, you would hate them. You'd hate these kids. <laughs> well, um, I was going to say, like, being home, I'm just watching shows that I can watch with Jess. Uh-huh. And White Lotus is our shit. Yes. Oh! Hell yeah. You did too? And I hate these fucking two girls. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Now, are you caught up? Yep. Oh, nice. I can't <laughs> fucking stand. And it's how he's written. He's playing it perfectly. Is the dude from I'm Dying Up Here. 
Oh, my God. The husband. And he's just such a fucking rich boy piece of shit, and I can't stand him. Yep. That was the other I thing, lo- too. What, like, while watching this, I was just like, oh, God, another fucking rich white people in peril fucking story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, be, yeah you yeah. know, you can't relate to anybody. Um, I did like the turn with Steve Zahn. <laughs> where he's like, mm-hmm. I got a new lease on life. Yeah. Like, Shut yeah. up, dude. <laughs> he's fucking great. He's, he's great in everything he does. best, dude. I love Steve yeah. Zahn. He's so good. Oh, yeah. Um, that, phone call, that phone call at the end is hysterical. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the scene where they're snorkeling and he snorkels up next to his dad and he's just got his fucking pants open or his swimming shorts open. He's like, mm-hmm. why do you keep looking at your dick? Yeah. He's like, I'm not. I'm looking at my balls. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fantastic. This is uh, so, such a great show, man. Um, Connie Britton threw me for a loop because she was, you know, perfect mom, um, rich person, mm-hmm. you know, but but playing it like a, a truly trying to be a good mom. And then uh, Alexandra Daddario sat down with her and she was a fucking she was mega a bitch. Total bitch, that yeah. Was a fucking great fuck. I was just like, oh, my God. That I was, was nervous. I was yeah. nervous sitting there. It's so cringy, man. Did you <sighs> be called out on your shit like that? Oh, it was great. It was brilliant, though. That was brilliant mm-hmm. writing because you think they're going to be buddy-buddy yep. fucking Absolutely. writers and shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. This show is awesome. We yeah, are nice. so into it. Fantastic. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. Uh, what else and you last thing I got, uh, it's called McCartney 321. Six Ooh. episodes uh, with uh, Rick Rubin, I think, kind of created this directed this whatever Mm -hmm. uh it's just rick rubin and paul mccartney in um a studio together in front of like a mixing board and they just kind of talk about specific songs and kind of isolate some of the tracks from beatles recordings dude i love that so much yes and they just kind of you're just watching mccartney be like oh i remember the note Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh it's just great little stories little anecdotes about um titles of songs or why they recorded this and what who guested on that and mm-hmm. a lot of studio um fucking stories that I didn't know I didn't know much about this stuff. I haven't really dove deep into Beatles uh lore or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this was my first uh taste of 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 history especially from from McCartney's mouth. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And it's it's just I love that it's in black and white, too. It's just kind of a nice touch, nice presentation. I yeah. love it's just these two guys having a conversation. I love how much Rick Rubin is a fan, and he talks about how certain songs and, and, and certain albums, like, blew his mind as a kid and really got him into music and everything. And, like, it, it's just Rick Rubin has produced some of the greatest albums of, like, the last 30 years um, yeah. and, and so many different genres, too. Like he, he knows how the sausage is made. You know what I mean. So like, they have a, like a shorthand in terms of conversing about music and like, oh, you did this here, but like, there's one song where Rick Rubin, like, he pulls down all of the tracks except for the drums and the bass, and he's like, yeah. this is a completely different song. And he pulls yeah. up all the other tracks, the guitars, the strings, the vocals, and he's like, that's a different song. It's like two bands mm-hmm. playing on the same song, but they're playing two different styles of music. 
Yeah, and it's like yeah. I never would have obviously, obviously, like never would have come up with or even thought of that. Right. But Correct. him yeah. explaining it is just fucking fascinating as shit, man. And I I like that it's not a like it's free form. It's a free form conversation. It's not like episode one is when they're fucking kids or the Beatles are kids and then the ending is when they broke up. It's just kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, uh, or the listeners, <clears throat> there's like a piano on hand and a guitar. So they'll be talking. They'll be like, oh, let me show you the chord real quick. And then oh, yeah. run through the guitar and shit. So I got to follow them around. And Perfect shoot. example for that. Oh, um, so nice. Lot, remember, um, what was that? Cradle to uh, Cradle to the stage? The uh, yeah. Foof, um, yeah. girl and yeah. his mom? And we were talking about how smells like teen spirit. There's a moment in there where Grohl's says something about the drum beat and you're like, Oh my God, like this is fucking eye opening. So the very similar thing happening, uh, in this documentary. So right. here it is. You know, people want to know about yesterday. It's no mystery really. You know, I was just doing my job, you know, plunking on the plunker like that, you know, I was strumming a little skiddly widdly, feeling a little bit flu flu inside, you know, rumbly mumbly down in there. I had a big of a knocker block. I started with the flub dub dub and a tinker wink woo woo. I tipped up as if his own sangs on, you know. And there you have it. Yesterdibble. That was the, probably the best that, part. That was my favorite part. But this is yeah. actually, this is actually my favorite part because it's uh, one of my favorite albums too. So uh, You know, one time I was going, you know, I was doing my thing going like wickly walkly, right? Jones they're going scuba dooba dooba zooba doo. And Ringo's over there going dooba do sober do. You know, George is going soup hurly doo poop poop poop. And I go back and I'm going rooba see loop doopy doopy right. And John's going sooba doo hoo doo and Ringo's over there going hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. You know. And that's how we came up with most of the White Album. I fucking love that album so much. Ah, it's so good. I mean, that explains it. <laughs> In a nutshell. How they did it. Pretty much what it is. Fucking sounds. It was a sound. They were all sounders. It's from the Dana Carvey show back in the day. Uh, it's all I could think about while watching this, though, was that skit. Thank God I didn't see that skit before that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. So good. I had a great wow. time. Yeah, this oh, is that, a, was a, yeah. that was a fucking blast. Great series. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is that it, Pete? That's it for me, yeah. Um, the only other thing we're watching, like I said, it's just whatever I can watch with Jess at this point. Ted Lasso came back. Now, I know it's a very hard sell to you guys. Mm-hmm. I think I've missed or you've missed your window of opportunity. But this is such a great fucking show. Um, season premiere was Friday night. Um, I'm just happy to have it back. It's just, it's such a fucking easy watch. It's just so fucking fun to watch. It, and it's weird. Like, it's just shit that I don't care about. Fucking mm-hmm. soccer in, you know, the UK. And, but the way they present it is just suck, fucking so much fun. Um, I think if you ever, if you guys ever gave it a chance, I'm not, I'm not, begging you to watch it or telling you to watch it but i just feel like if you ever sat down and watched it i think you guys would fall in love with this show all right yeah i don't mm-hmm. mind sudeikis and i know pete you're not a huge fan right yeah i don't like i don't like sudeikis yeah i don't mind sudeikis i don't know if i told this story but jess was the same way pete she he she just did not like sudeikis and i said listen say the same thing to you that i said to her i know he's come off just as like a douchebag and a lot of shit that he's done He's not even close to anything that you've ever seen him be, ever, in this show. 
And I guarantee that you are going to fall in love with this character. So that was before she started watching it one night at work. I came home. She was on the second last episode. She watched the entire series in one night. Damn. And all I said when I walked in was, you love him. And she fucking, <laughs> she fucking laughing her ass off. Because she fucking loves Ted Lasso. That's she loves the character. She loves the show. That's awesome. Is he... What is, what's the vibe? Is he, like, bumbling? Is he just, like, a good-natured dude? He's just, yeah, he's super, super good-natured. He has success as a college football coach, and he is hired because the owners of this football team in the UK get a divorce, and the wife gets the soccer team, so she hires him to fuck the soccer team. And Ew. he comes in, and he's just the most lovable fucking guy. And everybody, he wins everybody's heart and puts a wrench in everybody's plans of fucking everything over. Wow, it's very Major League-esque. Yes. New owner. Yes. She's like, no, we're just going to fucking kill this ball yep. club. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. That might be my end right there. Mm-hmm. I love Major League. He's not buying any of this shit. <laughs> Listen, it's either this or uh, what is it? I think you should leave. Uh, you got oh, hold on. Wait, wait what? what the fuck? <laughs> no, I don't want this fucking setup. Come oh my on. god, it's a bad setup. Listen, I'm only gonna watch one, like first episode. First, <sighs> which one am I doing? Lasso. What? Why are these? Why is this a stipulation? I can't watch them both at the same time. What? You have all week. What are you talking about? It's a bad premise, Listen, Pete. Which one am I doing first? I don't care. Come on. <laughs> which one should I do? For, which one do you like better? Well, I was telling Ronald before you even joined the call tonight. The the skit in fucking. You, I think you should leave second season episode one is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. And I talk, I laugh about it still to this day. Um, every day since I've seen it, I've laughed about it at least once. That's all I'm saying. But Ted Lasso overall, I feel I could watch constantly. Like I could just, I wish it was an episode every day. I can, it kills me that this is a weekly show on uh, Apple fucking plus or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Because uh, I binged the first season, and it was such a fucking uh, a joy to sit through. So, I, I, Pete, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm just, I, I, I was just making a conversation. I was seeing if you had an answer. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> fucking watch them. Well, we'll or, see. Or don't. <laughs> Alex, do you want to be Lasso Buddies? Um, I'll watch Lasso, yes. but I'm not. I, I, I want to be Lasso Buddies with somebody who's going to get through it. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. All right. <laughs> TM would love Lasso. Does TM you watch Lasso? Get, you may not get through it. That's no, true. He'll get through it. No. Yeah. If Liz is watching it with him, he's going to get through it. Ted Lizzo. Because what? Pause. Ted Lizzo. Liz, Liz is going to love him. <laughs> she better not. I'll fucking kick her fucking legs. <laughs> that's all. That's I all I watched. I don't know anything. Perfect. Oh. No, no, no. That's it. Um, I mean, I did. I did catch up with Hell's Kitchen and Big Brothers on, oh, but shit. you know, the reality show. Yeah, so. yeah. I hear you. We're gonna do exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
That's it for T's. That's it for T's. How about a fucking P's? Oh, pee-pees. Yeah, let's go mm. pee-pees. Right. Uh, hey, hey, what's up, guys? What are you guys recording a uh, bench cast? Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, no, no, it's cool. It's like whatever you guys want. I know I got plenty of stuff in the fridge, but if you guys got to go to the bathroom, please try not to fucking make a mess. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. See ya. Betting on the binges are gonna need a fucking pee break. They're watching lots of movies are gonna need a fucking pee break. They're drinking lots of algaes are gonna need a fucking pee break. They're watching lots of TVs are gonna need a fucking pee break. Shinlaw sitting on the can, not quite sure if he'll need a hand to grip upon some of that TP. He could be in for a surprise boo, a one of the whole surprise news. One thing we know is Samson's gay. Betting on the binges are gonna need a fucking pee break. They're watching lots of movies, are gonna need a fucking pee break. They're drinking lots of alkies, they're gonna need a fucking pee break. I hope I get a goofies, they're gonna need a fucking pee break. I had a second verse, so get up on this To give you fucks some more time to piss But I'm dreaming about you, Hammond He's probably out there getting high While Sassy and I wait around for you guys To get some joy in a bottle or a can We're getting high Baba Duck This for pee breaks, pee breaks only. This sound is for pee breaks, just don't piss on me. This sound is for pee breaks, pee breaks only. This sound is for pee breaks, just don't piss on me. Fuck! Come on, Law, you're pissing in a bottle. I ask you to go to the bathroom, and it's everywhere, man. It's getting the grout, Law. The grout. Me too, Moreno, Alex, whatever your name is, don't give a shit. You tell me to do a fucking binge cast. I got a fucking mess I gotta clean up, man. Blame Ammon. That boy is the same. He's probably not even gonna be here. Don't blame TM, PJ, fucking Kupka, or Jack. None of those guys. Oh fuck, now I gotta take a piss. This sound is for pee breaks. Pee breaks only. This sound is for pee breaks. Just don't piss on me. This sound is for pee breaks. Pee breaks only. This sound is for pee breaks. Just don't piss on me. Fuck! A lot of piss came out of my penis. That's a true statement right there. You love him. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I love sound, live sound Other drops. I love fucking it. cocksucker. <laughs> uh, chip, chip drunk that immediately, Pete, if you can. I don't know how. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> okay, how about a little, uh, what'd you watch? Yes. Hi, kids. <laughs> Spit on him. What did you watch this week? <laughs> what did you watch this week? Fargo. When the road looks drunk ahead and you're miles and miles from getting some head. 
You just remember what Samson said. Who's gay? Oh, what did you watch this week? And it's what did you You love him. <laughs> up the bum then <laughs> what the fuck oh what did we watch this week boys i know we got a screener to get to we all made it out to the theater this week yes. when you hear about law we'll we'll uh leave that to the end when you hear law yes, uh, yes. first foray in a year in over a year to the theater yes um, let's see. What else do we got? Well, you did a screener that I have fucked up on. Um, oh, right, yeah. Earlier in the week, or even last week, I was like, listen, guys, the cutoff date for the screener is this. You have to watch it before then. Meanwhile, you guys had already watched it, so it didn't matter. But I got the date wrong. So when I went to watch it, my screener had expired. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. And I did yeah. not get a chance to watch it. So I, I was, let's just say, I didn't put a lot of effort into getting another screener for this movie. Uh, what, what is the name of this movie? Uh, fuck, Midnight, Midnight in the Switchgrass. Midnight. And Law, if you made even the slightest bit of effort to watch it, mm-hmm. it is way more effort put into the performances in this film. Oh, my God. No, this is a pretty good cast. This is the, look at. Oh, I don't yeah. pick my screeners oh, yeah. willy nilly, right? Sure, absolutely. 
I see some big names in the cast, and I'll be like, yes, let's do this because it's giving us something to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Sure. All right, so what is, who is the cast? Let me just get this shit up here. Well, we got uh, Bruce Willie style is the, oh. I guess, the big name in this. Uh, yes. Megan Fox is back from uh, yes. Transformers Dead. Yes. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, which is oh. uh, it's ridiculous. I'm sure he he's doing the ludicrous thing where you know he's Chris Bridges in the uh, in his acting and he's ludicrous and mm. music. Oh, okay. Machine Gun Kelly's not credited as Machine Gun Kelly. He's credited as his actual name, his real name. What is his real name? I thought it was Machine Gun Kelly. To be honest with you, I thought he was just, I, I thought he was just that dude. Oh, okay. He's not. I don't see him in the cast here. There are, uh, let's see. There's Emil Hirsch. Emil Lucas Hirsch. Haas. Yes. Yep, Lucas Haas. Jesus, this is a good cast. This is now, a good real, screener. Real quick, on the poster is Bruce Willis and Megan Fox. However, yeah. this is Emil Hirsch's and Lucas Haas's movie. Oh, interesting. <laughs> definitely is. Okay, well, I'm going to start there. Okay. Um, so basically this is uh, Bruce Willis and – Megan Fox are some kind of uh, law enforcement, and there's these uh, killings and kidnappings going around in this town, uh, but it's basically like uh, prostitutes or young women or drug addicts, whatever. They go, go missing or they find them dead. Um, Emil Hirsch is also playing a cop, but I think he's like a lower scale like town He's like deputy. a local cop, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Bruce okay. Willis, I think, is like FBI or something like some bullshit. So, hold on, Megan Fox and Bruce Willis are FBI partners. So, Bruce Willis is an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox is a statey. She's a Florida State Police officer, and mm-hmm. I think Emil Hirsch is like a county cop, or he's like the local. Uh, lots, mun- lots of law enforcement. Yeah. Lots of law enforcement representation. Yeah, here. unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. On oh, why okay. confuse everything? Because they kind okay. of make it a, a, a thing at first, like, hey, you my jurisdiction, which I love. I fucking love that. I was so happy to hear that line because it's such a cliche at this point. Oh, yeah. Me and my wife high five every time someone says, you're out of your jurisdiction yep. or this is above your pay grade. We yep. high five. <laughs> <laughs> Who's writing that every time? The Who same dude. It's the same dude <laughs> every single time. He's been writing that for 40 years. Yeah. Well, he's making a killing. <laughs> uh, okay. Where do we begin? So basically there's this one case or a couple cases that they're on to try to find a, a couple a couple girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they have a, they have a pretty good – sorry, Pete. They, they just have a pretty good trail to start off the film where Megan Fox is undercover and she has been – She's been uh, like chatting with the possibly the killer yes. to mm-hmm. lure him in online or yeah face online face? yeah oh, okay. online on text and things like that mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of how it how it starts um, yeah. the, the first like um, sting or whatever sting operation doesn't really pan out this is not spoiling anything <laughs> doesn't really pan mm-hmm. out. And they just kind of go off from there. It's kind of like the jumping okay. off point. All right. Um, 
I don't know where to go from here. I, <clears throat> Lucas Haas plays uh, a truck driver, family man. Uh, so he is um, for the audience, not the uh, <clears throat> law enforcement. He is kind of like a suspect. Yes. Okay. So you're kind of watching his move, but that gets revealed mm-hmm. pretty. Uh, I think halfway through that gets kind of revealed mm-hmm. what he is, if he's anything at all. Um, but this movie is pretty much garbage. Like Bruce it's Willis, awful. waste the fucking waste having him in this. If you're like, he... thinking this is a Bruce vehicle, it's not. Yeah. He's in and out with. I think he has maybe three minutes of screen time. And no. Like, he could not be bothered for those three minutes of screen time. No. He could not be bothered. Every one of his line deliveries is terrible. I think, what were, what were you saying? Like, it was kind of like the Neil Breen thing, where Neil Breen is like, we don't do mm-hmm. second takes here. We yeah. just, we're one take fucking homies here. And it's that's pretty bad, much what, man. it's fucking terrible. And I went back, and, but the, the screener link expired. I was going to go mm-hmm. back and pull lines from it. Uh. <laughs> because it, you have to fucking watch it. Just, it's, just to see how much Bruce Willis style is fucking sleepwalking through this. I had a couple questions. One is, does Bruce exit the movie because of what I think happens nope no okay no okay and is so this neil breen uh comparison yeah is bruce do you think is he at that point in his career where he just shows up takes his paycheck reads his one line two lines whatever the fuck how many ever lines he has and he's just like we're good i'm gonna i'm gonna go home now you know, we kind of had that same question, and we went through his IMDb, and we're like, I, I don't, what are all these movies? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of them, dude. It's, well, and a lot of them are so bad. Well, what we found out, looking through that, the guy who directed this, first-time director, however, he produced, like, all those, like, 50-cent Bruce Willis movies and oh, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he directed, he produced, like, hundreds of those, like, straight-to-DVD So. Action movies. They went out for a beer yeah. after one of those. <laughs> and Bruce is like, yeah, I'll fucking do your movie. Ah, fuck right. You bought me a fucking another whiskey, I'll do your beer. And yeah. that's you only got three minutes though, so <laughs> get me in it. <laughs> uh but like Megan Megan Fox and Bruce Willis have the most or the only exchanges together, and it is br- it is awful, rough. It, oh really my bad. god. No one can act. No one can act. Emil Hirsch is the fucking best thing about this movie, by the mm-hmm. way. Does, I want does, more Emil. Does Megan exit as uh, quickly as Bruce does? No. She's no, she's Yeah, oh, she's, she's in it? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And, yeah. This, I, well, I'm going to tell you why Bruce exits. He's just like, I'm out of here. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much it, You're right? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> He's like, you got this case. Be careful. I'm gone. And then Alex goes, watch, he shows, I'm spoiling it, Alex goes, watch, at the end, he's going to show up while Megan Fox is in the hospital, or something like that, or in the ambulance, and that's where he shows up again, an hour (laughs) later. (laughs) But I can't do this with, like, good movies. Like, bad movies, I can fucking call it. Good movies, I'm I'm out. I I can't predict shit. But these bad ones... Well, that's a testament, you know... You know what you can call and you know what you can't. That's right. good writing. Yeah. I, I fucking love bad movies, man. I love watching bad movies so fucking much. This and if I watched this by myself, it'd be one thing. I'd be waiting yeah. for Liz to get home, like, oh, let's watch bad movies together, because that's kind of our thing. Right. But what watching it alone would have been kind of rough. But I watched yeah. it with Pete, which made it fucking great. 
because <laughs> I'm with somebody like who doesn't care like if I yell out at the or pause or we rewind anything or did you hold on pete did you experience a pause moment while watching with alex i, I don't think so because we oh. just really wanted to get through this thing I really black widow we had to re- rewind a couple of times yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is nice <laughs> uh this it was like why extend the runtime by pausing and going back this is fucking awful let's just get through it. talk over this yeah mm-hmm. this is a uh, at the end of the day this is a meal's movie and he's yeah. great in it i want more of emil hirsch yeah lucas right. hosted pretty pretty good job as well um but actually your second screener in... with uh emil hirsch yeah i'm just gonna say that yeah that's right mm-hmm. so my rating is based on like emil hirsch this movie's pretty much trash we've seen stuff like this before like with prisoners or fucking uh what's another well fuck i mean the last what two episodes of mayor of Easttown, very similar to the climax of this movie. Yeah. Remember that shootout? Yep. Where she kind of figures everything out? Um, yep. Very similar to this. Yeah. And, like, the two characters who uh, are in peril, we'll say, have a very similar conversation to Mayor of Easttown. It's very <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be, I'm giving this a three. Oh! You, you, oh, hold on. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. you're like Emil Hirsch's greatness. I'm basing my review on Emil Hirsch. Three. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the three points go to Emil. <laughs> I can't give this a seven. I didn't like it, and then everyone's going to give me shit because I at my fucking Fear Street review. I'm all nervous now. <laughs> you gave Fear Street a four. It's like on my tombstone. With you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chatsy's really good in this. Lucas Haas is also really good in this. Uh, I'm going to give it a four just based on those two guys and also nice. um, a, a quarter point, uh, which is actually just part of the four, uh, for me calling the Bruce Willie coming back yeah. at the end of the film. Hey, nice. how you doing, kid? Like, you knew it was going to be some shit like that. <laughs> He's sitting on the <laughs> hospital bed as she wakes up. He oh, looked God. a little banged up, huh? Hey. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, that kind I of fucking be, dumb shit. told you to be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you never checked your blind spot, huh? And then wide shot, they both laugh. <laughs> Fuck off. Next time, you know, don't do it without me. <laughs> yeah. it <laughs> Maybe it's hey. time for you to get out of this town. <laughs> hey, you're gonna be needing this and fucking hands her like a shield. Or like you know, like her like police shield. Here you go. Gives her a fucking transformer shit. toy. Like any cliche was definitely a part of this. You get like uh. the uh the white trash bar. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce doing? I don't he's, know. Uh, he's Bruce. sleepwalking, man. He's fucking sleepwalking. Is he? Oh, like has he had many, many divorces? What? I don't understand what happened to this guy. He's the one of the biggest hmm. fucking stars on the planet for a long time. I'm going back on his IMDb right now. I have to go back to 2019 to Motherless Brooklyn. To see that to, to recognize anything he was in, and mm. he's got like oh, six, fuck. seven movies in front of that since 2019. For me, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, man! I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. We used to make fun of these these dudes all the time. It back in the day in the Joe Blow sure. days, yep. right now. Yep. It was Seagal and um, fucking who? Who else was like? Well, Nick They'd Cage always have a movie every fucking while. Nick Cage Who? was in that, yeah. Nick Cage Nick was Cage? in that for a while. 
they'd always have a because we used to do DVD releases, and they'd always have a straight to DVD movie, and we'd be oh, like, "What the Q- fuck happened?" Cusack was always there too. He would do these fucking weird one offs yeah. and shit. Well, it's funny you bring up Seagal because from, he has Seagal title movies. You know what I mean? Like movie titles. Like right. after Motherless Brooklyn, he's got Ten Minutes Gone, Trauma Center, Survive the Night, Hard Kill, Breach, Cosmic Sin, Out of Death. Out of Death. Out of Death. I'm out. I'm out of it. I had a bunch of death, and now I'm out of it. Oh, that one's actually sure not out of debt. Oh no, that's a good thing. That's awesome. <laughs> no, he'd be doing good movies then. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> this movie got me out of debt. Fucking a. It's a documentary. <laughs> this dude needs like he needs another Tarantino fucking save. Yep. Like you know what I mean? Like absolutely. He didn't even need it in Pulp Fiction. He was still a huge fucking actor, but he needs the Travolta save now mm-hmm. in his career. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Just, fucking, just do diehards and fuck off. Yeah, but they will suck. Did Those that? You think that contributed it to like? Because he can always go back to that thing. The best diehard thing he's done is that fucking commercial a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like the, the last two movies are just abysmal. They are, but they probably make him a shit ton of money though. Uh, I hope so. I mean, More this, than these. He's someone's got to save Bruce 20, and just put him in a good movie. Twenty seventeen. Once Upon a Time in Venice. I like that movie. He was good in that movie. He had great chemistry with Goodman. I Gitman remember that, yeah. And that, that, was pretty, that was a pretty decent movie. How is or nobody he, casting Bruce Willis anymore? Or if Ryan Johnson and him got along on Looper, fucking throw him in the next Knives Out. Mm, mm-hmm. What's the Fortress 2? Like, I don't even know what the <laughs> Fortress is. What is Fortress 2? Is it T-O-O? <laughs> no. It's the Fortress as well. <laughs> Another fortress. A fortress. Going on. A lot. Or not a lot. <laughs> look at it. Look at all the reds in on his IMDB page. Oh, announced pre pre production. Oh my <laughs> god. Bandits. Wasn't he in a movie Pan- Bandits? No, what was that called? Um with um no, it was it, yeah, it was Bandits with uh, Billy Bob? That was called Bandits? I think so, yeah. Ooh, this bandits, is a, uh, bandits. <laughs> this bandits is a adaptation of an Elmore Leonard novel. I do remember reading this. And it's by Mitch Glazer, who I think did Oh yeah, he was he's a writer do- on Scrooged. He's mm. doing a movie. <laughs> That's fucking titled the same as a movie he's done. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He thinks it's a remake. I can do better this time. <laughs> Give me another shot at it. Soul Assassin. What is Soul Assassin? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Come on, Bruce. The biggest movie he's been in. Well, he was the voice in Lego Movie 2, but it's got to be Glass, right? Like, Oh, recent? Yeah, right? He did that Death Wish Mm -hmm. fucking remake. I'm just going back. I'm trying to see Sin City, Red 2, fucking G.I. Joe, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lo- okay. I'm going to – here it is. Looper is the last great movie that Bruce Willis has done in my eyes. Yeah. You're not 2012. wrong. 2012. Yep. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because that 
Once Upon a Time in Venice is like, oh, okay, it's good for what it is. It's not like an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. But you're also going. I don't think well, I saw that. I re- I thought we reviewed that on. Uh, I definitely I, reviewed I did, it. I did that with you. Oh, okay. I was I was like a guest that night. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but that that's a movie you're like, well, it's it's okay for what it is. It's not like yeah, yeah. a wide release or anything like that. Yeah. I just, I just don't know what happened, man. This is weird. He probably watched... doesn't want to work too like. I mean, yeah, I think he's got that McLean movie coming out, but I just don't think he just wants to work for long because it seems like he's in and out in this movie at least. Just get me in and out. Give me a paycheck. I'll do a couple lines. That's what I mean. What does this guy owe in fucking whatever? Like, oh, just yeah. like fucking paternity. I mean, his kids are old. What does he owe? Who the fuck does he owe money to where he's doing gasoline alley? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Hold on. Don't fart in there. Remember I said <laughs> I didn't know what the Fortress 2 was because it's in pre-production? Yeah. Because the Fortress is in post-production. It's not even out yet. This guy just fucking showed up and did both movies. Calm down, Peter Jackson. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I can't believe he's doing a movie called Bandits. And Moreno's like, I thought he did a movie. He did! He did a movie called Bandits! <laughs> he already did. What the fuck is happening? Is it the same? Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, two thousand one bandits. That's two bank robbers fall in love. Is that not <sighs> the same premise here? Oh, I don't know. If it's a remake, I'm gonna fucking puke. Let's see. I don't think it is. Oh, I... Okay. A former jewel thief. Oh, it is. It is. It's got to be. Oh, oh wait, because that, that's the Elmore Elmore Leonard oh, yeah. novel. Wait, wait, wait. Two thousand one. Oh, this Jack... is amazing. What is it? Okay, he plays Joe Blake in the 2001, Jack Delaney in the, this one. Mm. What is happening? Mm. Fucking Bruce. Okay, now I have to see if there's someone titled Jack Delaney in the original. Why am I going down this fucking rabbit hole right now? This is unbelievable. So writing credits, it just says written by Harley Payton. Usually they have, like, based on a book or other right. writings, so... It's not. This is no, fucking. There's no other source than just the script for the bandits with Billy Bob. <sighs> fucking Billy Bob. <laughs> he needs a TV show. What? He needs a TV show. He needs a good fucking TV show. You know, this guy. He thinks TV is like moonlighting. Like he's like ah, moonlighting with shit. I'm not going back to TV. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. that's what this dude needs in his life right now. Not he a true detective, does. though, because he plays detectives too much. He needs yes. to, he needs something completely different, though. I agree. I Can't agree. do fucking true detective. Let's save his career. Let's come up with something and just write it for him. How about he we just gonna do, do it? Movie jail, and he's in. <laughs> Done. No, I got the perfect. I, fu- I got the perfect fucking uh, script for him. What? It's what? called Bandits. All right, no, just stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> So he's got a day to die. Is that a fucking a day to die? No, that's not even a Die Hard movie. I thought die it would hard. be Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, that's a Grillo, Matt Dillon. Grillo and Matt Dillon are in that. See, Grillo can be, always is always in those movies too. Sometimes he gets like yeah. a, a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. But other times he just does these fucking. Him and Bruce are like buddies, I think, and they're just like. 
You want to do this one? It's a couple lines. Now you do it. All right, thanks. Um, they were in. I think it's that. Uh, I saw the one. What was it called? Breach. You, you mentioned earlier, Rena. Breach. He was and uh, Thomas Jane's in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I watched yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck is that? Why can't I find that anymore? Uh, twenty twenty breach. <laughs> that's a great poster too. By the way, the, look at the hair on Jane. Oh no, that's not it. Wait, where was the? I don't see poster? it. Twenty twenty. Twenty breach. Wait, I thought I found another poster with that. Thomas Jane has fucking sick ass hair in it. Oh, Vice. Not on this fucking list of mine. Alex, go to uh, go to 2015, Vice, and check out Thomas Jane's hair. I thought it was fucking Legolas. Uh, no, not Legolas. Who's the fucking... Uh... <laughs> What's his name? Uh, who's the fucking guy? The brown-haired guy in Lord of the Rings. What's his goddamn name? Oh, um, Boromir? No, the main oh. guy. Boromir. Oh, uh, Aragorn. Yeah, Aragorn. I thought it was Aragorn for a second. <laughs> it looks like him. That doesn't even look like Thomas Jane. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> I Why is Breach not on my fucking list? Come on. Are you on the actor? Yeah. All right. I'm going to send you the fucking link. Here, Breach. Breach. Is that fucking Jon Snow, too? Weird. Is it? <laughs> I don't care. Anyways, I saw the movie. I don't need to fucking look to it. <laughs> There. Enjoy. Anyways, four and three. So it yeah. sounds like I missed out. No. Mm. Time waster. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I am to be Canada different. What's on? Did I delete? All right. All right. Um. So we got the other screener, but did did you guys see anything else otherwise? I saw um, die in a gunfight. Did die in a gunfight oh. as well? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I didn't see that either. So give it to me. Um, let's see. Another rich white people are arguing kind of thing. I don't know. I kind of got a, I don't know. Well, well, Pete, what's the, what's the whole setup for dying a gunfight? In New York City, a young guy falls for the daughter of his father's nemesis. So the, these two fathers are big kind of, uh, I don't know what, what business they're in. But I think they're, they're fucking... like in the newspaper business. Uh, newspapers. So they're very famous. These two guys, mm-hmm. these two uh, fathers, and they're rivals in the in this big city. I don't know if they're in New York or whatever. But and it just goes uh, back like generations. Yeah, that's how the like whole great, thing great, started. Great grandfather and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the daughter of one father and the son of the other father love each other, but the fathers mm-hmm. are rivals. So their families are rivals. Yeah. So you got a little Romeo and Juliet kind of thing going on. West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Exactly. So the reason we did this, yes. if uh, the listeners don't remember, is um, we were doing the War of the Worlds commentary, and we looked up Justin Chatwin, who plays uh, Tom Cruise's son in War of the Worlds. So we looked up his upcoming projects, and this was one of them, and it was coming out a few weeks later, and that's why we are here. No, no. It, no, it wasn't just <laughs> It wasn't just him. Hold on. Oh. It was the fact that Alexandra Daddario were in it, and... Emmanuel Chikri. Now, that is the main reason I wanted to see this. How is Emmanuel as Barbie in this movie? I gotta be honest. I don't remember her in it. God damn it. I know. She's in and out. What a character is she, Pete? Do you remember her? Yes. So, the lead, the son, he goes to the club 
Alexandria Daddario goes into a private room with Justin Chatwin, the lead character, oh. is waiting for her outside where she meets uh, that Tom Hardy lookalike guy and that blonde girl. And the blonde girl is like all over him. And that is Emmanuel Chigri. <sighs> mm, That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's all she's got. That's it. She's gone real quick. What a disrespected actress. Mm. Uh, I think you get... Uh... Oh, no. You get Nip in uh, the other movie. Oh, White Lotus. Not in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not, not... <laughs> no. How is Alexandra Daddario? Is she good in it? Or is she in and out, too? No, no. She's a, she's a pretty pretty big part of the film. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the lead, too. I don't know him from anything, but he kind of comes off pretty well. Diego Bonetta. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the film starts off with an animation kind of explaining everything. Oh. And I, th- I think he's the narrator, isn't he, Pete? I couldn't tell you. Okay. He doesn't have a voice uh, that's familiar. Yeah, that just kind of explains everything and how he gets into a lot of fights and he loses every fight that he's in, which is kind of fucking funny. Um, but it's animated, which is weird. It's just a weird kind of – I like the animation style, but I don't know if it fits with the rest of the film. It, it's trying to be, like, lighthearted and funny, but also juxtapose it with, like, some really hardcore violence and stuff like that. Right. I don't know if it completely works at some points. You know, like, <laughs> I'm I'm in and out. <laughs> but uh, it's I, – I don't know what vibe they're going for. Like what That's tone a they're huge going issue. for? Yeah, huge issue with this are you, movie. Are you? Is this funny violence or is this romantic comedy or is it romantic violence or it, it's kind of all over the place? It looks good. Like the production value is like really really Ooh. good. I think I like the fight scenes. I like the action scenes. Um, not that they're anything amazing. It just works for the film. But it, it's kind of hard to relate to anybody in this. Even though, like, I like the lead, I like Alexandra Daddario, them together, it, it, they kind of don't have any chemistry. You don't really see the, – there's no reason to pull for them other than our two families hate each other, but we love each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about something else, though, you know? How's, uh, how's the main reason we ever came across this? Justin Chatwin. He's actually he, pretty funny as this yeah, guy. He's pretty funny, yeah. He's kind of uh so he I, I recognize him mostly from uh Shameless. He's a reoccurring character in Shameless. Oh um nice. before I fucking dropped off he was still in that. But he was he's kind of a very similar character in that he's like this rich boy who just kinda like fucks people over and uh has like relationships with people that he'll just break on a dime. But here mm-hmm. he's um he kinda inverses that he he he's he's kind of like I don't know if he's a hitman but he's somebody that her father hires to kind of keep an eye on her and then he just winds up falling in love with her. So there's oh. this whole like love triangle going on at the same time. Right. But he also can hire people to kill people. Right. Oh, also Lord, you watched Vikings, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but the the main dude who we always thought would be the perfect Jax Yes. He's in the film. He's he's oh. the hitman hired to Not uh, Jax? Yeah, not Jax is in this. And he's actually pretty good in it. I I like his character. He's he's a fucking cool. weirdo. He meets he's, yeah. the main character with his wife. Well, Jax the not Jax has a wife 
And he's like, oh, you like this guy. Uh, you want that's Emmanuel oh. Shikri. Oh, that's her. Okay. That makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. Pretty hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, so something happens with their relationship, and it kind of goes off from there. He, I, I oh. thought he came out really good. He, mm-hmm. he, he was really good in the film, and, like, it, it, his character reminded me of an old Guy Ritchie character. Like, yes. this guy would work mm-hmm. well in a fucking Guy Ritchie movie. There's oh, hints of, of, of Guy Ritchie going on here, but not enough for me to, like, love this movie. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, didn't Jax do a Guy Ritchie movie just last year? Gentleman, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was uh, casting Travis Fimmel. You know, oh, you are Jax. You're not, <laughs> not Jax. <laughs> well, you're Jax. No, I'm not Jax. You're not Jax? Okay, I'm not fucking hiring you. Oh, no, he was in Wrath of Man. He was in Wrath of Man, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, or was it Gentleman? Go. Oh, something like that. I don't, I don't know. One of those two. Uh, this movie's a mess, by the way. It's it's boring at times. It it's, it lacks story. It lacks mm-hmm. character development. There's a, uh, With the main character, he's got a buddy that he met, but they show that with animation how they met. But mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. doesn't pay off at the end. You it, think there's going to be like this really yeah. fucking amazing uh, – loyalty thing that's going to happen and it just fucking fizzles away um it's the the moms in this movie are not written well like Mm. you just have no idea where they lie throughout this whole thing except the end the fathers are a pain in the ass i just don't think this is a good movie it feels like it could have been like a guy Ritchie movie or a fun action flick and it opens with animation you're like oh this is going to be cool this is going to be some kind of like fun little romp around the city with these two lovers with did you like the animation yeah at the beginning and i was like oh this is going to be kind of interesting uh this this story or maybe we're going to get more of it we did get a a little bit of it but it didn't match with what was happening in the movie like this could have been like a kill bill guy Ritchie fucking movie and it misses every opportunity to be that yeah it just seems like they're they want to do like we said, to, to start this whole thing off, it, t- it kind of doesn't know what it wants to be in terms of tone. And they're going for a lot of different tones and not focusing on one, which kind of sucks. I don't know. This, this is weird, Pete, but I got Knives Out vibes just because of, like, the rich families mm. just kind of warring with each other. And, you know, the, the mom's a mess and the fucking dad's a fucking asshole. And Character-wise, but it's not a whodunit. No, no, it's not a whodunit. No, no. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I can't recommend this movie. This is also – what did I give the other one? A three? This is also a three. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck is going I, uh, yeah, I guess I liked it a little bit more than you. I give it a five. Nice. Give it a five. It's still not recommendable. I think that's for six and up. But um, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to fucking binge views uh, territory. But uh, this is a stream it. Oh. <laughs> stream it i appreciate that i uh wow. yeah I, I i like this a little bit more i okay I, I guess it's just because i wanted it to be better and i'll i'll take that i'm okay You're giving it. it the benefit yeah give it the benefit that d just fucking nailing Ch- our uh pmc tonight you either love it or you hate it sir mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. hey we got two more movies let's see where this goes <laughs> We 
Ah, uh. <laughs> oh, god damn it. That's not fun anymore. I'm doing the uh, Dolby Atmos. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else before we get to the other screener and the big one? That's all I got. Yeah, that's all yeah. I got, too. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, so the other screener that I did get to watch. Now I get to partake. It's fun. I like partaking. Yeah, that's good shit. That time. Um, and it's called The Exchange. And lo and behold, thank God I do get to partake, because this is a very, very, very Canadian movie. Ugh. Hey. Hoping to find friendship with a French exchange student, an awkward teenager discovers that the student is not as sophisticated and cultured as he assumed. So, basically, we get the main guy, and he's a fucking... He's a nerd. Typical fucking nerd. nerd. Um, he's got no social life. Uh, everything, you know, everything you can think of in every movie that you've ever seen go wrong for a guy in high school happens in, like, the first ten minutes. And he thinks, hey, maybe I can get a friend if I get an exchange student. Uh, he might like the same stuff I do because he's like a film, like a, he's like a cinephile, if you will. He likes French films and, you know, eyebrow films that no one's ever seen. And no one can relate to what uh, he's going through in high school. So he's going he's gonna to invite this exchange student from France over. And uh, they're going to have a lot more in common than anyone else in his life. Can and then just, the uh, can we just hmm? say that this is Jack Valley in high school, please? <laughs> okay, you guys agree. All right, good. Let's move on. Yep. So Jack Valley's like, look, I need a buddy, and he he gets the exchange student come over, and this guy is his uh, personal nightmare. He is the uh, you know the jock, super popular version uh, from from fucking France. He comes in and he's nothing like he wanted him to be and makes his life worse for a while. And of course we get an arc here where uh, they learn to fucking uh, love each other and then shit goes wrong. And then it's just, it's, there's a whole thing here. There's nothing a lot, like there's nothing new in this film I felt, but I'm going to tell you right now, I did not hate this film. This seemed very familiar to the screener that we got about, the 80s and the Smiths, where he takes over the radio station. Oh, I got really? those vibes big time. Mm. Mm. Um, just maybe because it was the same time period. Okay. And they mentioned the Smiths in this. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was it. Uh, <laughs> but no, this, this was way easier to take in than that other yeah. one. Yeah. I, I, uh. The kid, the uh, the French kid that comes over, I recognize him from like, – me and my kid used to watch this old Nickelodeon show or something that oh. was about fucking – he was like uh, – people thought he was like the – he was the bad kid in high school. This is like okay. 10 years ago, so I don't know why he's still doing fucking high school movies. But I'm he was like a – it was like a murder mystery or some shit like that. I forget what it was called. Ghost Wars, Last Teenagers of the Apocalypse, Tut, Twisted. Twisted. That's what it was. Twisted. Yep. Twisted. It was that. Okay. Uh, so I recognize him from that. And, like, I think the kid comes off pretty okay in this. You know, he's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. He's got not the greatest chops, but it still kind of works for the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I recognize the mom from something. Jack Valley's mom in this. 
recognize her from some comedy. Jack Valley's mom is Jennifer Irwin. Yeah, she was very uh, familiar to me too. Let's see mm-hmm. what she's done. Um, Hacks. She showed up on Hacks. Okay. Oh, Pete. She showed up on Physical. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, before that, the Goldbergs uh, movies, Long Weekend. The Mortuary Collection, I Zombie, Superstore. She showed up on Superstore oh, okay. for quite yeah, a few yeah, episodes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so she's Shit's used... Creek. She showed up on. She's there doing a lot of yep. Canadian shit here. There That's we go. What's going on? Yep. Uh, so yeah, the she's into the 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 comedy stylings. Uh, I kind of like the way this movie starts, mm-hmm. where Jack Valley and the, this other chick are in the front seat. It's a snowstorm, and <laughs> the French dude is in the back, just banging the shit out of this girl. <laughs> He's just like, "What the fuck? Like, get me out of here!" He says, uh, "This is me." And then they show the dude fucking the girl. He goes, "No, not him." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely has its moments. I like the uh, the O'Doyle kids. Were pretty funny. Yeah, just because they were fucking dipshits. Yeah, I like the uh, the the gym teacher or whatever. He made me laugh quite. I a bit. think that was good. Yeah, the uh, um, the Uncle Rico of uh, yes, he was no, the Uncle Rico. Rico. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I had a good time with this man. I I want. I think I wanted it to be funnier, but the 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 pacing of it and the the Jack Valleyness of it all like kind of worked. <laughs> the fact that he was like a film fan. Yeah. Like I, I really like that part of it. And he was like the like the normal kid and this French kid fucking brings him out of a shell and shit. And, you know, it's a it's a story that we know, so maybe that's why I like this yeah. a little bit more familiar, but um it yeah. had its own individual take just because it's small town Canada, you know? It I like I really like the exchange dude. Like I love the French dude because he's just doesn't give a fuck about anything, right? Like mm-hmm. he's he's <laughs> when he tapes when he when he's recording uh, his his new found buddy doing impersonations of him and everything, he's just taping over his favorite movies. Yeah. Like it's just something that makes me laugh. You know what I mean? Like we all knew when that happened, there was going to be a payoff for it. But just yeah. the fact that it happened, just it fits his character so well. Yeah, he doesn't give up. He's he's wearing his first day of school. He wants to wear see through pants, and he's got like fucking rainbow underwear on. He talks to his mom for five minutes. He's got a giant boner. Like he's just this kid's fucking hilarious. Like, I had a fucking great time with this fucking kid. And, yeah, and he bounced I, off, uh, fucking Valley really well. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. That's the kid from uh, The Visit, the rapper kid. No way! Oh, no way! Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my shit. God. That's fucking amazing. Um, Pete, how'd you feel? What do you like? I, I had a good time with this. Not a great time. I think I was looking for um, something a little bit more funnier, but... I, uh, you know, felt the fucking powers of the nerd. I'm like, God damn it. Stop it with these movies. These home videos of me. I th- <laughs> But this kid's like smart. I'm fucking dumb as shit. But this kid is like super fucking smart speaking French and shit. Uh, but but I, I dug this movie. I love the dad. The dad was hysterical. Oh, the dad's funny. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. the best. Um, yeah, I had a good time, man. This was an easy watch. I recommend this. This is a good kind of – it is a little bit paint-by-numbers by, like, yeah. you know, two two friends that are on this journey together and then they separate, you know, kind of like a fucking Pixar movie and then they get back together at the end. Done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but still a good time. If you guys are like me, when you start a screener, 
and you're 10 minutes into the movie and you're okay with it, you're like, I like this movie. Like, it's done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. There's, there's no going back. I mean, like, they've, they've pretty much sucked me in. This is a good screener, and we haven't had one in a while. So I, I guarantee you I'm going to rate it on the upscale just because of that. Like, this was pretty decent. I, the, one of the other things I really liked about it, which is kind of a – it's a big thing for the story, is that this kid is obsessed with film. And he's obsessed yeah. with French film. And yeah. he, like, romanticizes France and Paris so fucking much. And then this kid yeah. comes over, this French kid comes over, and he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, all that's fucking bullshit. Like, the regular, <laughs> he's like, that's just for TV or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, the real, the real, <laughs> like, this is real French culture. He's <laughs> like, this is a French movie. Let's watch it. And it's a fucking yeah. porno. And they're just sitting there yeah. watching it. And he's like, what are we like? He's like, this is a French film. What the fuck? He's, he's expecting all these like fucking highbrow conversation to go on. Yeah. And fucking Stefan just walks in. He's like, uh, yeah, Tim, um, how many times you make the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Two times? Two times is okay. <laughs> how many times you make the fuck? Uh, I had a good time with him, man. I'm yeah, not gonna lie to you. Me too. This I really good. enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, I'm a. I'll go soft seven. I mean, I was gonna go six, but I'm just. I just had a good time with this. That's funny. Your rating because I'm six and a half, which is your soft seven. And okay, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm gonna just go with straight seven. Nice. Hey. Oh, kinda, kinda. Almost, almost there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's written All by right. a Tim Long who did thirty wrote thirty one episodes of The Simpsons. He oh, wow. was a he was head writer of the Letterman Show late the Late Show with David Letterman uh, in cool. the nineties too for Fantastic. two years. So and and, and the director credentials. Uh, director was a writer on uh, the Borat movies and Ali G Show. Oh shit! Look at that! Yeah, and. Obviously, the name, the main character's name is Tim Long, so it's obviously like his life story. Oh, yeah. Maybe there you go. Yeah. That's oh. when I watched the trailer for this. I thought they said Jim Law, and I lost <laughs> my mind. I had to rewind it to see if it was Jim Law, and I was really hoping it was. Oh, dude, just a piggyback. He directed the uh, Who Is America series. He also directed six episodes oh. of the Ali G Show. Look at this guy. This guy's got a fucking really decent career Fuck and yeah, this is man. a decent movie. This is yep. a decent yeah. movie. Fuck yeah. Good for that guy. Credentials. Credentials. That's, that's screener in a long time, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. All right. All right, we got one more. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the inspiration for our commentary coming up next week uh, for the... 35 week long retrospective that Garrett's been doing on M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Ding Ding. We have. With them. Old. Now, M. Night has brought us to a resort where uh, this family shows up. You know, uh, we find out early that there's a little bit of fucking uh, problems between mm-hmm. the parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids, well, let's say the son's a little unique. 
you know, he needs, he doesn't have many friends. He, he, he makes friends with one of the resort kids. He's uh, by that, I mean, he's a relative of one of the, the resort managers. And, um, you know, we just follow them for the first, I don't know, what is it? Half hour or so until they are recommended by that same resort manager to go to this private beach where, uh, they'll get a lot of adventure and fun. And um, it's a little getaway away from their own getaway. And they say, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. Um, of course, before we go, we meet a couple of side characters. They end up on the same beach. And uh, that's the setup of mm-hmm. what happens. Now, everyone's seen the trailer. You know what happens. The aging process starts uh, rapidly increasing while they're on the beach. And everything goes fucking haywire from there. Boys, what were you expecting going into this? Now, Pete, did you listen to binge views before the film? No, I ne- I usually listen afterwards just to see if I'm on uh, pace with the uh, okay. Yeah. So I did because I wanted. I just wanted to know specifically because I had a sinking suspicion <laughs> that. It was going to be funny, like mm. happening funny. Right. And that – those are accidental laughs. Those are not I, – I don't want to fucking hear – and I right, heard right. heard your uh, thing too, Law, on, uh, sure. on Binge Views that you hate the happening and you hate more that people yes. treat that as a funny cult classic that is just, oh, this is bad, and then – yeah. Shyamalan came out, I, th- I believe, and was like, yep, we made this purposely like a B-movie. Fuck him. No, you didn't. No, he did no, not. No, you didn't. Just in the way you didn't plan for a fucking trilogy for Glass and all that shit. Exactly. And yep. you didn't mean to wrap it up in an X-Men style by the end of that fucking movie. You didn't fucking mean to. So I just wanted <laughs> – I, I needed that going in. This movie, the, the first half of it is fucking hilarious to me. I was laughing the entire time at how fucking bad it is. Okay. How bad the line delivery, the line deliveries are. Mm-hmm. How bad the acting is, the scenarios. Mm. I don't know about you guys, but visually, this thing is a fucking mess. It's distracting. It is very distracting. It is it, it is without any purpose at all. Outside of just the um the parents like looking at the camera and in the foreground you see the blurry back of the head of the kids because you know yeah. that they've aged. That has a purpose. At least I'll give it that. That has a purpose. There's right. so many fucking distracting cinematography moves in this. That make zero fucking sense. And oh, yeah. don't serve the characters, the story, or the purpose. It's just right. thrown in there. And I don't know if this is a new cinematographer for M. Night. Because I don't remember this kind of like camera work in any of his other films. Yeah, I don't either. It's bad, man. A lot of this falls for me is that he was he just focused so hard on making everything interesting happen off screen. And it was mm-hmm. really weird for me. Mm-hmm. There's a moment. The tumor scene is what I'm particularly talking about right now. I think could have been amazing. It really could have been 
cool because they've already established that. And I'm, are we gonna, are we, are we going full spoiler here? I think we have to. I mean, this is, yeah, okay. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, I don't know how far we into the podcast, but till the end of the podcast, till the end of this review, we're gonna spoil old. Um, we've established at this point that the healing process happens a lot faster than the aging process. I don't know how that works, but whatever. The healing pro- like you can cut somebody and they will literally be scarred or healed up mm-hmm. seconds later. This could have been a fucking great scene. Mm-hmm. Um, gross, sure, but fucking just completely entertaining where they're trying to pull open her her fucking stomach to get this tumor out and you even hear them say at one point it's trying to close around my fingers them saying that is like why aren't you showing this like that would be so fucking cool even though by the way the special effects for this was awful just the the cut closing i thought was just fucking brutally like just brutally done. It was mm-hmm. so CGI. It was so ridiculous. But I just feel like that would have been a really interesting scene. They show the tumor for a second. They show him cut her open for a second. Mm-hmm. But they did. They skip over it. And that is the telltale for the entire film. Everybody dies off screen. Every, like, there's nothing big that happens on screen. I don't know if this is a PG-13 thing. I don't know why this happens constantly throughout the movie. We do get one thing in the cave, which is on screen the whole time, but that's it, really. Well, yeah, but we do. But also, there the light keeps going out, and he has to keep lighting the match. Yeah, and you now you listen to Binge Juice. Do you think yeah. that's the scene Chad's talking about, where he laughed out loud? No, he texted me. What was he, it? He texted me what it was. It was uh, <laughs> when they came in focus, and she was pregnant. That's oh, what he laughed at. Yeah, I was dying too. Yeah, <laughs> I was laughing hysterically out loud in the theater. I had one legitimate laugh though. Okay, like one actual funny line that was said, and it was by right. the, the rapper who uh, has probably the best rapper name of all time, uh, Midsize Sedan. <laughs> which I did like when uh, Gail Garcia Bernal was like, "Is that a surname?" So the fucking Midsize Sedan says. Uh, once they're explaining that they're all aging and all of this, he turns to the uh, the therapist, the psychotherapist who's also black, and he goes, "Bet they're all mad now that they ain't black." Yeah, start dying. Oh, yeah. start dying. Fucking hilarious. Black don't crack. <laughs> love it. But everything else, everything else, I I just I refuse. I don't want to fucking hear that this was purposely bad. It it's not. It's not. He, oh. Shyamalan has too big of an ego to say that he purposely made a bad movie. There's too much money at stake. Look no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, I don't. I, I think this is better than The Happening, though. I, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. Mm-hmm. We never talked about this at all. But I, I enjoyed tone, this tone way wise, more wise, Tone-wise, I'm there with you as far as that okay. goes. But oh wait, no but as far as that comparison. Yeah, like I I didn't believe the uh, the the lead couple. I just like these she, these people are not married. The wife and she is was the worst fucking terrible actress <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. Every line she said, I go back to uh, you and me, Alex, with Neil Breen. No yeah. second take. Yeah, here? no second take. No second takes here. Uh huh. 
Absolutely she not. She was fucking horrendous. And she was in – I looked her up. She was in Phantom Thread. Get yeah. the cool. fuck yep. out of here. Mm-hmm. Phantom Thread. She was fucking <laughs> – Suck a dick. She's the worst part of this movie. Oh, and her the, – the, not only is the line delivery terrible, the lines are terrible. Yep. Where it's over-explaining – yeah. Every fucking thing in this movie. It's so ungoddamn believable how annoying it is to just be like fed these lines of yeah, yeah, yeah. exposition. Like it's almost like they're reading the description part of the script. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like sun's going down, yeah. in, in, interior cave. It's like they're almost just saying that in this voice, movie. She's doing voiceover, but she's actually on screen doing it. <laughs> Did you also pick up, Pete, the Neil Brain thing of repeating lines? They say it like over they, – they say the lines twice. Yeah. Uh, it's like, the, don't, the go Asian, yes. don't go in there. Don't go in there. Yeah. Why, why are you fucking saying things twice? It's fucking terrible. And, like, I love Gail Garcia Bernal. Like, I think that guy's a great actor. I've loved I, – I just – I like yeah, his yeah. career. He's done a lot of mm-hmm. great shit. You have to be so bad – to get a bad performance out of that guy. And not that he was bad. It's just not yeah. he's he, he's usually great in things. And he was not good in this at all. He probably didn't have enough to work off of. Oh, my God. I don't think that's on him. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you have to be exceptionally fucking bad at your job to get a bad performance out of that guy. It's it's all the writing. Like, you know, when <laughs> who were we just talking about? The wife. On the bus ride, or whatever the yeah, the bus ride over, yeah. or at the very beginning of the film, and the daughter's singing, and she's like, "I can't wait to hear you sing when you're older." <laughs> and oh! I just shrunk in my seat at the line. I was like, "Oh my god, is that? Are you just taking a bat to my face right now, M Night?" There's a Christ. lot of that in the beginning. Yeah, go slow in life. Don't let life pass you by. Oh, uh, fuck shit. off. What about the bus driver? He was good, huh? Oh, my God. God damn it. M. Night, what are you doing? Don't give yourself lines. No, he has to give himself the important part in every fucking movie. He has to be in, like, the critical part of every – and I was telling Liz this because she's like, is he in every movie? I'm like, unfortunately. But I couldn't remember, even though we just did the commentary the other day, I, I couldn't remember what he was in Sixth Sense. Yeah, we just did it. I know. We I called him when he came on screen. What yeah, was I he? I just don't remember. Oh, my God. He was... Uh... Hold on. We just watched the movie! I know! Fucking <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, but... He plays the psychiatrist, Dr. Hill. Okay. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> okay, so let's... Um, let's talk about the... Let's talk about the coral. I guess payoff. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, no big twist. We're in spoiler territory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did Jess spoil anything? Was she guessing? Was there any kind no. of dialogue with you guys? She was. Very, I think with all the uh, talk after the commentary, I told her that I fucking. Yelled at her on the commentary. <laughs> I've been yelling at her for the last fucking thirty years about it. Um, no, she did. She made no predictions. Okay, I don't think you um, can make a prediction. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not that type of movie. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, I, I will say this, though. I don't mind... Okay, this is weird because it, it brought up a lot of conversation after the movie, but I don't mind the the end game of it. The Sure. The what they're doing with the, the the disease trials. Like I think it's decent enough you know what I mean? Like it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. It took a lot mm-hmm. to get there. But I do like the fact that listen, they invite these people with diseases, they give them medicine when they walk in through the drinks, mm-hmm. and then they send them to the beach and instead of you know the the results over fucking one day they get the results over fucking 16 years to see how this did i think that's really cool mm-hmm. but then we start talking about it a little further and like how did you find this place i said that yeah, same thing absolutely i'm like who who went down there first which scientist took a chance and went down there and he comes back an old man he's like guys listen i solved this <laughs> you'll never <laughs> believe this because no one ever got out of there. They even say that. Mm-hmm. No, actually, someone they said someone did get out of there, but no one in the in the the the, the primary discussion of like no in the discovery of the island, they never said anything like that. You're right, Pete. But someone did get out of there. They mentioned that. Before. But I thought they said that he didn't make it. He went through there, but he didn't make it. That's what they said. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. He got out of there, but then he died shortly after. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that that bothered me, and then why? <laughs> here's here's one of the major questions that really really sent me down a rabbit hole with this. Oh god! Why does the kid know about the coral? What 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 is what is that yeah. all about? They try well, to simple yeah. They try to explain it a little bit. How? Well, they say that. Well, he probably doesn't understand. He just knows that his uncle or whatever yeah. doesn't like it. Like his, he's heard his There's uncle or whatever of... talking about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of throwaway lines to just kind of explain things away. Uh, uh, one of my favorites being um, the dog. <laughs> you never see the dog die. But they're just like, oh, yeah, the dog's oh, dead. Uh, and they they just go back into it. <laughs> Everybody dies on the screen, dude. <laughs> Except the two main the main parents. Who, by the way, <laughs> the, well, the, the two main die yeah, the, the die of old age, I guess. Right, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but wasn't the other dude the uh, the the fucking Doc. Rufus Sewell fucking character much older than them? Like, and he died by getting murdered, right? Like what? I didn't, I didn't understand how this this age thing worked, and it was really fucking getting to me. Well, Wasn't he older than them? So why wouldn't have he have died before them of old age? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was he, it just that he died and then the, the time difference was just so grand? I, it was hard to keep up with the, the, the time transfer. Well, then, you're talking about the doctor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I guess we're supposed to get that he's – his his it, ongoing dementia was, like, it's ramping schizophrenia. up. It, yeah. it was schizophrenia, yeah. Mm-hmm. But – It's fucking hilarious. He's just slashing at him. <laughs> he doesn't die of old age. Like, he dies because, obviously, they have a confrontation and all that kind of shit. Rust on the knife. She explains it to us. Yeah. 
It's coursing through your veins. That was so brutal. Remember earlier in the scene, the kid picked up the knife that had frost on. Fucking terrible, Pete. I was just going to bring that fucking terrible. My God. You can't think you're fucking clever by just dropping these little things earlier. The way she says it, though. She's terrible. Easily the worst part of the movie. Rust on the knife. It exceeds. (laughs) You got poison going through your veins now. Look at you, you dying. Know. Look at you with you your know. Nazi hockey party. It's more like a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Two things I really liked. The the casting of, of the kid. Um, the one yeah. that is played by Alex Wolf uh-huh. uh, for the majority of the film. Mm-hmm. Um. The older version of him, I thought was him, like, CGI'd to look old. Like, that dude was the perfect casting for him. I thought he was he was kind of a waste having Alex Wolf. Was- yeah, I mean, I like Alex Wolf. I mean... Yeah. But, could, yeah. Could have been anybody. Sure, but the casting. I'm just talking about the casting alone. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you, I got you. I mean, Generational casting. Really great, yeah. And here's one thing I liked. The Abby Lee character, she's the super fucking hot doctor wife blonde chick. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So they set her up at the beginning to be this fucking, you know, super rich, fucking spoiled brat, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. gold digger. And I thought her whole story arc was just going to be about getting old and not being able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that they gave her something else to deal with, the bone deficiency thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. I, I actually ended oh, up shit. liking that. By the by the her end, that plays off pretty well, I think. Yeah, because oh, that, that looked fucking it. whacked out, dude. Yeah, that shit was creepy as fuck. That's by far the most interesting arc for me. Totally. As far as far as creepy goes, that the cave scene was creepy, and then when uh, what's his name, um, Gail Garcia lost his vision, and the doctor is crawling towards him. Yeah, not to focus was a fucking really mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. move there. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is this? But it turned out it was just fucking him army crawling. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Shyamalan. But by the way, Marnie, you brought up you laughed out loud. I laughed out loud, and I think I was supposed to. I feel like this was a joke. Uh-huh. It was a running joke. Uh-huh. When the doctor's fucking schizophrenia starts setting in, and he's oh, talking God. about the movies. The movie, yeah. <laughs> and all, like, all hell is broken loose on the beach. Like, there's fucking... He's already stabbed the fucking uh, mid-sized sedan. Fucking people are dying left and right. And he just says, we need to focus on the important things. Yeah. Who's seen a lot of movies? <laughs> I fucking laughed out loud in the theater and, at yeah. that. <laughs> and that. I love those moments, too, because everyone's, like, just crazy. And everything is all mm-hmm. hyped up. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't know if you guys understand. Brando and Jack Nicholson were in a movie together. Now, who yeah. knows movies? Ugh. That was fucking funny. I don't care. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another um, kill off screen, which fucking drove me crazy, was uh, the Asian dude, Ken... Uh, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Luang. Luang. I kind of wanted to see yeah. what happened to him. Oh. Like, just cut to him in the ocean swimming. I, I fucking love... That the foreshadowing was the kid going around asking what everybody's oh. <laughs> fucking occupation was. 
Yeah. So yeah. they get they get to the the secluded part of the island. They get to old island, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> I, I, here's what I love about bad writing too in movies. It's my fucking favorite mm-hmm. thing. So they they're like, all right, I'm a nurse, and she's like, I'm a psychotherapist. So anytime they turn to them for the dialogue, it's yeah. all about psychotherapy shit, or it's oh, all about God. nurse shit. It's it fucking brutal. terrible, it was dude. Terrible. I was dying. I was dying. That was brutal. Oh, it was so on the nose, man. Oh. <laughs> I did love that kid, though, in the beginning. He was making me laugh, the kid yeah. asking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was having a good time with him. Yeah. That whole character was okay for me. Um, yeah. It's just... <sighs> the kid... Okay, so the dog died off screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Asian guy died off screen. The really hot naked chick at the beginning died off screen. The pregnant girl died off screen. The... Um, okay, actually, the black... the The psycho fucking analyst or whatever the the psychologist she yeah. actually died on screen right with the seizures yep yeah mm-hmm. the two the baby was kind of off screen too the baby was off screen yes the baby was off screen <laughs> um which the explanation of that was hilarious yeah that was she didn't get any attention for uh might as well be three days that what? was it that was it that was it what was? I couldn't understand that because all this shit's <laughs> happening and someone yells out, "She died of lack of attention." <laughs> Did someone in the series yell that? Is that a line in the movie? Yeah. Fuck yeah. off! <laughs> it, this is purposely bad. Fuck off! Oh it's just God. bad. Fuck off. That was hilarious because it's bad. She died of lack of attention. Jesus, what'd you have to do with it when it came out? On the island. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking put on a play? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, quick, brutal. sing. Everyone, sing. Oh, so weird. The time was just hard to comprehend, too. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Because, thing... okay. I was just going to say, the two teenagers, and I get it, they're kind of like the same for a very, very long time, whereas everybody else is fucking rapidly aging it was just it was i don't know and i guess maybe he did some scientific research on this maybe you look the same for a long time and then you change i don't know it was Mm -hmm. just hard to fucking keep track of what was going on with these characters the 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 shit that i hated the most was and it's one scene in particular and i don't know or it must have been Shyamalan trying to convey lapse of time Within a one shot, so there's there's a group of characters that are going through something, and then he just pans away, and he shows the the rocks like the mountain, and then right. he pans back, yeah. but for us to see the same exact thing that's happening, I know that was so weird. And I'm like, am I supposed to that camera pan? Am I supposed to pretend that 16 years have passed or five years have passed yeah. because mm-hmm. they don't say anything? No one has changed their look or anything when they comes back. A lot of the camera work is very confusing here. He mm-hmm. must know what's going on in his head as far as camera movements and lapse of time and and these one shots. But for the audience, we don't understand it. No, not at all. So not if that's what he's doing. Yeah, that's clever for you. You're like, if I pan away for 10 seconds, the audience is going to know that five years has passed by. No, yeah. we don't. Yeah. Because there's nothing the showing that. There's nothing proving that. Nope. 
There's nothing proving that. And there's a lot of out of focus shit. Drove me crazy. I'm like, I got LASIK for this shit? Are you fucking kidding me? You got LASIK? (laughs) LASIK, bro? (laughs) And and a lot of the shots, it'll be the full frame, and then there's three heads in the shot, but it's like just one person's eye, maybe someone's hair. Yeah. Maybe someone's mouth. You're like, what am I supposed to be focusing on? Why are you hiding so much? I'm so glad you guys picked that up because I was like, this is, this is bad. Like, what the fuck is going on? I yeah. wanted a lot of on-screen turning old. We've seen yeah. American Werewolf in London of people fucking turning into werewolves. Absolutely. We can't see somebody go old on screen. Yeah, and it's like you're not building suspense by doing that. You're just doing a bad job. <laughs> fuck. Like it's, I wanted. It was a good concept. It's like it's like he had to play it out. To me. how long was how old? Uh, how long was this movie? Um, uh, hour and forty eight minutes. Yeah, it's like he's like, okay, we can't make him too old too soon. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just uh, make a bunch of shit happen. I was expecting the same thing as you were, Pete. I just I expected them to. Okay, the 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 mom and the dad, the Gail Garcia and the Vicky, um, they didn't seem to age for fucking most of the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the the end, end. they had the wrinkles. Yeah, yeah right. that right. was it. Very strange. And they do this. They 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 do this one line, which I don't know how they figured out, but it's like hair and nails don't grow here. They have dead cells. Yeah, dead <laughs> cells, which I don't understand. I don't get either. I thought nails always grew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, I don't know what happened there because it would have been cool for fucking <laughs> just a haircutting scene. <laughs> I, I love when uh, my boy, the Asian dude, was like, we just go around there. By the way, I'm a fucking championship fucking swimmer. Yeah, and I was like, literally <laughs> two minutes later, he's floating in the water. <laughs> yeah. Before that, though, it's funny because he's like, we swim out there until the end of those rocks. Mm -hmm. We turn left and we go until, like, we don't even know. He's just like, I don't even know how long past that we got to go. Who thinks they can do it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This movie had the bones, like this Twilight Zone concept. This is a great concept. Yeah. Maybe the graphic novel is better. Yeah, it, it just did not pay off. It has off for to be. Me. I mean, this is a great concept. We like the ending. It's just the the presentation and the execution of it sucks. The, yeah, the graphic novel has good. to be better. Yeah, I we you know we have this ritual. We go to the bookstore after every movie, and I immediately went to the graphic novel section to look for this so that I could look at you know just the like skim through it, and they didn't yeah. have it though. No. But I'm very interested to see what that story is like. This is uh, it's called Sandcastle, by the way. This yeah, is yeah. Mm-hmm. This is uh, I'm I'm just looking up the cinematographer. This is Shyamalan's boy. Oh, he did shit. Split. He did Glass. He did the acclaimed and fan favorite of the binge cast, Servant. Oh, oh. God damn it! Well, it looks nothing and like us. That. <laughs> Us? Oh, yeah, he, he did does. us. He did us. Oh my god, us is an amazing cinematography. Dude, I, I, yeah, that fucking uh, yeah, gasoline scene is fucking incredible. Yeah, that's a, that's an amazing looking film. This yep. is not. This is not. No. No. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, let's get to it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, this this is a. Whew, I came out of it thinking a certain number, and mm. uh, the number hasn't changed. And I'm even thinking it might be too high. It's a three on ten. Holy oh shit! Um, had a bad time in the theater. Had a couple laughs, not, you know, the pregnancy thing and the mm-hmm. little kid in the beginning just being this fucking kid at a resort just having fun. Um, too much shit bothered me. Uh, some of the kills were good. The, just seeing the, – the one thing, the, the, we saw the rust, the poison on yeah. screen, which was great. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that kill was good. And the girl in the cave was good, but yeah, we, just, we sorry, sorry, people. We can see yeah. the poison coursing, literally coursing through the veins. We can mm-hmm. see it. He's yeah, presenting that. Great. We can't see them age. <laughs> <laughs> oh He's just God. like, nope, we're not doing that. And my mom's like, uh, she's like, oh my God, did you see old yet? I'm like, yep. She's like, how was it? I go, I don't know yet. I'm mm-hmm. just like. I, I don't like I couldn't review it for her because yeah, I'm like you you may like this but yeah. I don't want to say that it sucks yeah 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 but this is not great I can't recommend this but I, I'll may I, I'll probably recommend this to my mom just because maybe it's just something to see maybe this like the story's interesting it's perfect for parents yeah. right yep yep uh, but I'm giving this the old it's your boy the Duke GC on ten. <laughs> Four on ten. Um, all right. Like I said, I, I feel like I, I brought up as many good points as I could. Um, but Pete, you said this was a bad time in theater. This is the best fucking time in a theater I've had in a year, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> because you were able to go. This was the greatest time in the theater I've had in so long. It was amazing. That factors in a little bit. Oh, God damn it. Okay. What? I was going to say, what if no pandemic? What if no pandy? Yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shit even harder on this. But listen, it got, <laughs> me, out. It got me back out with okay. my wife, with my son. We got to watch this. We laughed. We pointed at the screen and said, that's not right. Um, it was um, it was just really uh, it was really stupid and funny. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go a soft five on ten. Okay, Law, so earlier you brought up how a lot of critics writing articles and shit are like, Space Jam, it's for kids, stepping so hard on it. And you were talking about how if you were talking with other people and they were like, how's Space Jam? You'd just be like, ah, it's terrible, whatever. Like, no, no longer discussion. Right, that's it. So me and Liz... Uh, got back to uh, her mom's house. We walk in. Her mom's there. She's like, how's the movie? And we both, like, without missing a beat, go, shitty. Mm. That was it. No other discussion. Like, we don't need to talk. Like, I- no other discussion. Doesn't yeah. need to be a longer discussion. Because, you know, she doesn't care to begin with. She's fucking mm. filling time anyway. Right. <laughs> It was an empty gesture. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. And I, I was, it's shitty. All right, let's move on because we really don't care anyway. And I'm going to be talking about it for two hours later on. In, <laughs> later on tonight. Yeah, that was the difference with my mom because I know she was so interested in this. Absolutely. That I didn't say she, it was bad. She's a movie freak. 
Yeah, I wanted her to go in, you know, neutral. So I played mm-hmm. that card for mm-hmm. her. I don't know. She loves, she loves that Shyamalan. Fucking M. Night. God damn it. It's there. It's so close. It is. It's a pretty cool film, man. It really is. Just keep things on screen. Get better actors. Done. No. No. Don't give him any advice. He's in this business fucking over 20 years at this point. He should fucking figure it out already. Fuck this guy. Fuck his movies. Fuck. Oh, think about Are you killing, kidding me? The fucking dead bodies, right? Like the dead body. The girl washes up on shore. Mm-hmm. And then they go back like 10 minutes later. She's a skeleton. <laughs> and then and then they go back or whatever. And then someone makes a comment about they're going to turn to dust in fucking 15 minutes. Then the baby fucking dies, and two minutes later, it's a fucking bag full of dust. Yeah. It's just so, what the fuck is going on? Do we know why the the mid-sized sedan girl died again? She tried to swim out, I think, and she passed mm-hmm. out, just like the Asian dude. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So and she wasn't... wasn't trying to escape. I think she was just swimming out. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing as the uh, the cave, right? Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they lose okay. They lose consciousness and then drown. Gotcha. Okay. They should listen to fucking uh, Burnout. 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 Earlier on in the fucking film, (laughs) he even mentions, look how beautiful it is. And they're like, what? And he said, the coral. Nice. Coral. I can't wait to hear you sing when you're older. (laughs) Oh, shut up. That coral. By the way, that coral shit was horrendous. It was terrible. Tube of metal. Fuck off. You called it? Uh, Who calls a tube of metal? He gets his shirt cut on it, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like you can't pull that off that? Oh my god. And then they break the coral in half. (sighs) You know how fucking hard coral is? It's exactly Exactly. Oh my god. Oh fuck this movie on (laughs) ten. And you guys gave it a five and four, respectively. Hey, I gave it a GC. That's a that's a hard four. Uh, I don't know. I gave it a three. You, might as, you guys might as well give it a nine on ten. Yeah. No! Three, three of my points are is how hot mid fucking size sedan's girlfriend were. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See that ass fucking right away. I'm like, yes. Yep. Okay. Is this PG? I don't even remember seeing it. Yeah. I was like, oh good. Fucking... I brought TJ. This is great. Awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Jesus. All right. That's it. Is it free bench? That is, yeah. We are about to go uh, oh, God. to sites, places unknown. Yes, a brand new original movie game that Pete has done all the research for, and me and Moreno are drunk enough just to not remember how to do anything. It's exactly. going to be amazing on the full binge, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. If you had seen old, and you think mm. it is purposely funny and bad. Let us know. Or if you want to review any other movies or TV, let us know at that phone number, okay? We'll play it next week. Other than that, stay tuned to the full binge. We love (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Binge Cast on BingeMedia.net. 
To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Binge media patrons will get access to the full binge. The binge casts four-hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge media patrons also get other perks, so check us out at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to the Binge Media Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now... The full binge.